0: a crew who have to steal a large number of cars, police who are this close to catching them, and the most elaborate car chases ever to be put on the silver screen. All of these can only mean one thing, we're comparing Gone in 60 Seconds on this episode of Retro vs. Remake. Delta Parker. Whoa! (laughs) And I'm Dan Normal Bulick. Welcome to another episode of Retro Retro vs. Remake. remake. This is the series where we compare films to their remakes. Join us as we answer the question, should this remake exist? Today's films, Gone in 60 Seconds. Starting with the original, which was made in 1974, starring H.B. Haliki, Marion Boussia, Jerry... Doug Girda, <laughs> I these names, oh man, I'm gonna- Jerry Doug Girda, Jerry Doug Girda, Ronald Haliki, and Marcos Katsikos. I don't know if I'm saying any of these names right, it's alright, oh. I'm editing this. Directed by H.B. Haliki, written by H.B. Haliki. I should also mention, he produced the film as well, so he starred, did all this stuff, and of course, he was the stunt guy. Music by his brother, Roland Haliki, and Philip Couchitarian. Almost well, sounds like a diet. Yeah. Oh, diet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gone in 60 Seconds, the 2000 remake, starring Nicolas Cage, Angelina Jolie, Giovanni Ribisi, Delroy Lindo, Timothy Olyphant, Will Patton, Chris Eccleston, I know, the, the doctor, he was a doctor, uh, Cheat McBride, Robert Duvall, Vinnie Jones, Master P, and Scott Kahn, directed by Dominic Cena written by Scott and Rosenberg, and music by Trevor Rabin. All right, Reggie. What is your first experience with either film?
1: I definitely uh, saw the remake at some point. I think we all did. Uh, Gone in 60 seconds. I'm trying to remember. It definitely wasn't in theaters, but I've certainly seen it a few times. I'm very familiar with the plot. So I was actually surprised there was an original. Um, Never saw that in... Thank goodness for Pluto Free TV through <laughs> Verizon, because I was able to watch, watch it. But uh, this is my first time experiencing the original. I'm very familiar with the
2: remake.
0: Hmm. I have never seen either film. Oh, wow. That's right. I, I'm not really a big car film guy, or this. so I've never seen any of the Fast and Furious movies. Hmm. I've never seen this. And I was just like, oh, if you remember the last episode, I was just going down the list. Oh, a Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. Seconds. Let's do that. So I went in totally fresh. And... You'll hear my opinions shortly, for sure. Very, I guess, similar in some spots and very different in some spots. Uh, It kind of goes everywhere with both these films. Um, Before we compare them, let's go over this very brief synopsis. Stealing cars! Our protagonist and his crew have made an, an art form. They're able to steal cars, change VIN serial numbers, and get away with it. But now there's a new job. Steal the most cars they've ever stolen about 48 or 50 depending on which film you're watching. One of these cars is Eleanor, an ever-elusive white whale. The protagonist and his crew have different methods for stealing cars. Some are very elaborate, and some just breaking in and stealing it. Things seem to be going well and then one car is stolen with something a little extra. Heroin, and lots of it. Upon the crew's discovery, a cop comes by and nearly busts them, but they're able to successfully hide the heroin and eventually get rid of it. The crew has amassed Almost all the cars, all except for Eleanor, of course. The protagonist gets Eleanor, but as he does, the cops are there ready to stop him. A chase ensues. Lots of mayhem and destruction happens during this chase. Ultimately, the protagonist gets away. And each film ends their respective ways. The end. You know, there's not a lot of plot. No. Especially it's... the original. So, uh, I think I did an okay job. I think
1: but you did a great <laughs> job. I mean, it's in a day. It's, uh... A crew is hired to steal a bunch of cars, and they, uh, they go about doing that. So, um, Like I said, there's some deviation uh, <laughs> at some point, but yeah, you, you got it.
0: And when it comes to characters, there's really not any one-to-one. I guess the closest thing we have to that is our main characters in each film, so we could maybe start there, and then their motivations kind of lead to the differences in the plot. So we have, in the original, H.B. Haliki as Madrian Pace. No, I'm Adrian Pace. I'm with Chase Research. I'm here to investigate the accident for the insurance company. Okay, thank you. And then we have Nicolas Cage as Randall Memphis reigns. Okay, let's run. So I didn't know where to start with this comparison. I mean, there's definitely different characters <laughs> and different portrayals. And there's different motivations, so I kind of just started with what, why we're following this on this journey.
1: Yeah, I mean, Adrian's um, motivation is really thin because like he has a legit job like he's literally an insurance like uh, I don't know like investigator or something like that yeah I, I don't know but like he's basically taking this this legitimate job and is using it to his advantage to do like this dirty thieving basically mm-hmm. um, so you know it's, it's interesting that he knows like the ins and outs of the insurance industry I guess it, and, you know, has concocted this plan to just be able to, like, take wrecked cars and then flip them and steal. it. It's a whole it's a whole thing. It actually may be a little too <laughs> uh, elaborate in terms of, like, they really get down to the details of uh-huh. what they're doing. Um, I, I felt like the Nick Cage one, uh, like, in your synopsis, you, you had basically, like, Majors is trying to do a job. Right. That's his only motivation. Nick Cage is kind of like he's an ex-deep he's out of the game he finally you know went straight and here he is he's getting pulled in because a family member is in a tough situation so it, it's a completely different and i think more kind of personal
0: motivation and i think yeah. it's easier to, to grasp why nick cage wants to do this for sure when you were talking about mandrian i was just thinking like yeah he does have this interesting legitimate job i think a more interesting story sure. <laughs> might have been to focus on that transition from going like from just like this insurance fraud got time guy for that you, gonna- <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know just like that decision to go like okay I'm doing this insurance fraud whatever and then yeah. I'm gonna use it to commit that, this crime or something that that would have been like what well, interesting motivation let's let's see what's going on there
1: that's a good point because um, you actually get more uh, different characters, but you get more of, like Atlay's. Motivation, like, how he actually ended up working with uh major, you know, a character we'll talk about, but, like, I have no idea why he started stealing cars, what that's about. Because, like, he, he's respected in his normal career. No one's the wiser. Yeah. Um, it makes you wonder, like, why is he taking this chance besides just, like, more money?
2: I yeah.
0: guess. Yeah. Well, like you said, <laughs> Nicholas <laughs> Cage's character is a lot more personal. It's mm-hmm. not because... He is the one that needs to get these cars. It's because he has an idiot brother right. who fucked up his job. Who doesn't have an idiot brother? <laughs> <laughs> so he has to go in and, you know, set things right. And he's not only, like, he was good at it. He was, like, the best at it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, they talked about, like, statistics, like, crime. Like, Grand theft, theft Auto went down, like, 47% after you That's left. pretty impressive.
1: <laughs> yeah. 47% of the, the car thefts in L.A. That means... Almost half the
0: crimes <laughs> that were cartel related were because we're of him. We're Memphis, that is. <laughs> that's really impressive. And no wonder as soon as he's back in town, everyone's like, "Holy shit!" Keep yeah. an eye on Memphis. because yeah. crimes about to double.
1: Uh, causation and correlation. <laughs> it's, that's. I mean, it's a laughable statistic, but you know, like, we'll take the journey. Right, we'll take the journey with them. Um, but I, I do like. This kind of idea of, I'm a guy who, you know, I guess his, his father passed away, you know, so like his approach to like a legitimate life kind of went out the door with that. And his mother felt that, you know, you're your brother along since his life of crime. So he stopped, which is, you know, kind of honorable to a certain extent. And um, doesn't matter. His brother still got into the game because once you get in, it's hard to get pulled back out. So,
2: yeah.
1: It was so much easier to follow why Nicholas Cage was in the movie. Um, I'd like that we got to see sort of, it's not glamorous that he left a life. Like he's basically fueling up go-karts. Go yeah. You know, um, this guy had ambitions to be like a, like maybe a race car driver, a mechanic, something mm-hmm. high-level, and like just to help his idiot brother.
2: <laughs>
1: he gave up his, his crew, his family, his, his girl, like his life, all this. Uh, it's 47% <laughs> of crime. <laughs> um, you know, and you know, the other thing is like Nick Cage also references the life isn't all it's cracked up to be as well, which I think is maybe the central theme of this, this film. Is this,
0: it though? Cause I don't get that by the end of the movie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, know,
1: I know you mentioned you haven't seen the fast and furious like films, but it, the end of the movie feels very much like the end of
0: a fast and furious movie. Uh, a crew. Uh, I'll bet. Hard, I'll bet. We'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. One thing I'll bring up about Memphis Reigns is because we do have this kind of dynamic of him and his brother. So, and it kind of sticks to it the whole movie. Like, his brother's the fuck up.
2: Yeah. And Memphis Reigns is
0: the good one. Like, everything he does is right. He doesn't make a wrong decision. Nope. He's pretty much infallible. In this movie, like, it, even like when he, he's about to get busted, he's like, he's too savvy to what the cops are doing. He's like, nope, nope, that that van was two houses over the other mm-hmm. night. So um, we're walking away from this one. And he calls everybody, tells them we'll walk yep. away. Like the ladies are dirty. The ladies, yeah, are dirty, the ladies are dirty, man. So he's you know does everything right, and you know as protagonist that can be a little bit boring because yeah. he does get in some like you know sticky situations, but um, he never messes up once it's all on his brother yeah damn that guy can drive
1: (laughs) it's that like begrudging antagonist being like i don't like him but damn it i respect him (laughs) it's funny because like um with everything we know about like nick cage's total career it's incredible that he was credibly able to portray this like infallible character in the 2000s like wow (laughs) Life moves fast. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it
0: wasn't like Nicolas Cage, Nicolas Cage right. by this point. You know, this is before like, Wicker Man and mm-hmm. all those other movies came out so we didn't even see him go full Cage. Like, yeah. I saw glimpses of it. I was hoping to yeah. get like a real full out Nicolas Cage scene. He yeah. didn't really get any but um, you know, can kind of see like, what's he doing? Like He's doing something that doesn't really match right. what he was just doing.
1: It was funny because uh, I was watching it and I told Priya, hey, we're watching Gone 60 Seconds. She was like, I have no no interest, but uh, previously came down during, like, the big chase scene, and we were just kind of making fun of, like, the cage faces, like, he's driving himself. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, he's he's actually, um, he's actually fun in this movie, besides what you're saying, like, that kind of boring, like, you know, he's kind of going to get out of it aspect, but I thought he, uh, in a movie full of characters.
0: Like... Full of characters, I, like There's so many characters in this movie. Yes, there are a lot
1: of characters, There's even characters who aren't really characters, you know? Yeah, like go get me pizza, and, we'll <laughs> ruin <movie>. we'll <laughs> um, <laughs> and almost ruined the movie. We'll talk, um, but like, um, Nick Cave somehow is a grounding yes. figure. <laughs> yes, I was just <laughs> gonna
0: say that he's like the grounding force that we're just like we're able to go on this extravagant ride because he really grounds the film. <laughs> he's,
1: <laughs> he's one of the most normal people yes. in this film. Like, uh, when you're Nick Cage's brother and you're a fuck-up, it's like, what is this yeah. guy? <laughs> and by the way, he was fucking up.
0: <laughs> fucking up bad. I mean, we'll talk about him when mm-hmm. we we'll talk about the rest of the crew. I just want to go back to Main because we've been talking about Nicolas Cage a lot. Well, uh, again, we don't really know a lot about him. And I think part of that is just because I'm just gonna say it was really filmed weird like the first it's half I'm gonna say 90% ADR yeah at least yeah like let me just explain how they're like <laughs> how a dialogue works in the original mm-hmm. film it's mostly like voiceovers of like but people are like having a conversation but it's like different things happening that aren't related to what they're talking right. about right get it back to the shop Peter Webb may maybe buying another car to switch over it's about time you learn the business I'll stay here and make sure I get all of these and then you're lost It's like, who's talking? Right. And why am I... What am I supposed to follow? Am I supposed to follow what's, what I'm seeing? Or am I supposed to follow what I'm listening to? I was trying to follow, to. Trying to follow the visuals, mostly, yeah. so I and missed a lot. you were loss. lost. I, I was lost! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I, like, wasn't following the visuals. I was in the exposition. So I had to go back and watch again, like... Because happened to the movie, I was like, I don't know one character. in Yeah. yeah. Not, like, no
0: character. Like is the only name that Absolutely. I was able to remember. So like... I, going back and watching that first scene, because I'm like, I
1: feel like I'm missing a lot yeah.
0: here. Uh, it's like, why did we see him like doing that job in the beginning? Like, I didn't even know that was the same guy, because he wears wigs throughout the Yeah, video. yeah. It's so like, okay, that is him. Okay, like, it yeah. took me a while. I realized that was the same guy. I, like, yeah, going back and watching
1: Major and I was like, okay, so he is introduced here. But like you're saying, it's a chop shop in the early part of the film. And they're kind of like switching out the cars and explaining the process. Right. And at this point, you're not introduced to LA at all. Um, uh, like you later learn who was speaking, but he's like, Yeah, and that's how I got into the crew. Like, the crew, (laughs) it, 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 um, it's almost like a lot of b roll with someone just talking over it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it it almost seems like they were gonna put the movie out, and then somebody said to them, There's no plot here, boys. Mm -hmm. But he's like, but we already filmed everything. I don't care. You take something and you make a plot out of it somehow. So it definitely feels like an afterthought. Yeah, the
1: the plot does feel like an afterthought. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This isn't the right word, but what's kind of elegant about the film is that it is like one of those really consumable plots. Here's a list. Here's what you got to do. Um... We kind of meet the Nicaraguan uh, drug dealer. We don't. We don't meet anybody really. <laughs> but, like we see someone on a dock with money, so I assume maybe that guy's buying their services. I don't fucking know. Like get to the cars. That's kind of <laughs> what, what this movie's about. But I will say, um, similar to Nick Cage, Mandarin is a grounding figure um, at one crucial point in the movie where uh, you had in your synopsis with the heroin. Like, I would say that's the closest thing to seeing, like, character development, motivation, Mm -hmm. like, actually being represented on screen. And that leadership role, too. Oh, totally. Totally. So, like, I'll give uh, H.B. that, that, like, in that scene, he is clearly the leader. Um, I think, though, that, like, what this particular gentleman chose to do with his film with the writing and producer all that, is he really let the cars
0: yes. do the talking. I mean, the first credit in the movie is Eleanor. Yeah. And you're like, who's Eleanor? Right. <laughs> and then you see, oh, the car. Mm-hmm. They're talking about the car. Yeah. So, yeah, he was definitely focused on that as a stunt driver. Right. He didn't really focus on the plot. Right. The dialogue ah. too much. You know, you know, he's, he's doing everything. T- what do you expect the guy to do? You know? yeah. well, he's not going to write Citizen Kane. Turns sure, right. He's right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he, cleared, he probably clear more
1: money sitting yeah. on the front.
0: <laughs> I tell you what. Yeah, well, let's just get. I just want to put that out front. So the original movie budget one hundred fifty thousand dollars. The return forty million dollars. That's insane. That is crazy, dude. And like, if you haven't seen the movie, like you watch it too, you're just like, this made forty million dollars. Yeah. Like you could tell it was shot like. On a hundred, I'm, like, surprised the budget wasn't, like, $20,000. Yeah. It, looks I, so it would have been, cheap. but
1: I think he, like, actually messed up a couple cars that not know. A lot yes, of cars. Did. I think it was, it was like, like, like to, a,
0: seven,
2: I don't know. It was
0: a lot of cars.
1: It, it, I think there were, like, 97 cars that were wrecked in the chase. Scene. Just the chasing. <laughs> it's We'll get to that. that's the story
0: of this film, the cars. Yeah, but the movie should have been called the chase, not Gone in sixty yeah, seconds, man. Yeah. It's been a well, chase it, for forty minutes. Is what yeah, they should called it? That's what they should call it? I wish they were
1: gone in sixty <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> no, but um,
2: no, think, we'll get to that. we, yeah, we'll to we that. will certainly get <laughs> to that.
1: But um, you know, I think HB, um, the acting and the motivation wasn't like his strong suit. I think that Nick Cage. It's just, this is a movie that I think requires it almost requires Nick Cage to be the star of this film because there's a lot of interesting characters throughout. Nick Cage is is like that himself. You're like, okay, this guy can get a little wild, like you mentioned, the Wicker Man and stuff, but he plays it so straight. Mm-hmm. It's it's so unexpected, and like you know, Nick Cage under the surface could. Go there, but he just he just like, man, well, you know, let's do the job, and I think it, I think it kind of fucking works. <laughs>
0: it's weird. <laughs> Anything else about these main protagonists? Because I feel like talking about side characters might help. I think bring out some more.
1: You need to talk about the side characters, especially because like uh, uh, Haliki, you're not going to get too much out of him. Cage works, like I mentioned, but in the context of
0: everything going on around right. him. So, all right. So, we have very different crews in the different films. I'm not sure where to it start. the original, one of the few characters in the original I can actually name, and that's Pumpkin, <laughs> played by Marion Boussia, and that's the fiancé. I didn't even realize that mm-hmm. was his fiancé in the film. It just, yeah. yeah, that's his fiancé. <laughs> and she's in the film, and she does stuff. Again, it's just really confusing because there's a lot of voiceovers happening she's making a lot of phone calls and making things happen so they could steal the cars but i don't really know what she's doing the only
1: time pumpkin really comes into play besides like you know making phone calls and stuff is when he's basically like the job's done and she's like it's not (laughs) because Eleanor, the car, who I guess is a character as well. Right.
0: Not insured, because he's he's a thief, but he's a thief of the code, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or it has to be an insured car that he steals from, because if it's not insured, then he can't do his fraud or whatever. He yeah. Does, his magic. So it has to be an insured car. And then the Eleanor he stole was not insured, so he had to go get a new Eleanor yeah. that was insured. So, you know, Pumpkin, um, one of the few characters that
1: gets, I guess, a moment... To really speak and dialogue, um, it's fine. Yeah, like all right, cool. It helped move plot along somewhat, but uh, I mean, to be fair, she's not too far behind. I guess her one to one in this, which would be Angelina Jolie <laughs>
0: as Sway. Am I? Am yeah, I- Sarah Sway Wayland. I
2: was just a sucker for a redhead.
1: About as much effective screen time as Pumpkin Chase, yeah. if you think about it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's weird because, like, you know, Nicolas Cage put together his crew and then he goes, like, to Sway and then she's, like, giving him the tood. And initially, yeah. just says, No, I'm not in. Right. And then we're like, Okay, so there's a history there. This is going to be interesting to see how they, like, you know, reconcile it in order mm-hmm. to bring her in. But no, she just shows up. He's like, Yeah, we yeah, will do it for your brother. No problem. No problem. <laughs> Well, I thought we had a problem here. It was I, interesting, but now it's not. Yeah, it's like, I thought we had a
1: problem when we blew up all those cars outside of your place of work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is a very interesting Angelina. I'm not sure what the character or costume design is here. Like, I don't get why she has, like, these blonde dreads.
0: Yeah, like, she looks like she should be in, like, the second Matrix movie or something.
1: I, I think that, like, I wanted them to dive into that character a little bit more, because when we first see Sway, she's under the hood of a car, you know? She's doing mechanic work, she's got a mechanic's outfit, Mm -hmm. she's working a bar, so, like, I would have liked to see, because it's a crew movie, Mm -hmm. every crew's got skills. This guy hacks, this guy... um, Orders pizza. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there's a pizza guy. It's like, other people, kind of like an Ocean's type movie, have things to do, and I felt Sway really the only thing that was there for her to do was to be the love interest Mm -hmm. and, I guess, kind of block (laughs) Devil Lindo at one point for like
2: half a second. Yeah,
1: it just, it felt like there was a missed opportunity there with uh, Angelina Jolie's character. Um, I didn't really feel the chemistry of those two characters.
0: No, not at all. I was watching it with my wife and she's like, ew. she, She didn't buy it at all that Angelina Jolie and Nicolas Cage were hooking up. And yeah, it is a shame. Like, isn't she on the poster? Yeah. So I thought, you know, it was going to be pretty much the two of them going into this. That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I would have been pretty sweet seeing them go back and forth like that. But no, um, she's just kind of there sometimes. She's mostly there, like we said, like kind of as his arm candy. Yeah. Pretty much.
1: T- totally arm candy. And it- it's not even logical because, like, you-, you would think he would split this crew up to do 50 jobs. And, like, there's a lot of. Them going back and forth
0: in the car together. It's like,
1: yeah, yeah maybe you two. Uh.
0: Yeah, they're, like, they're, ho- they're hooking up outside of this mm-hmm. front house.
2: We're uh, the throttle linkage. Mm-hmm. The Clutchmaster's showing oh. up.
0: We're like, we can't steal the car now because they can see us in this window. Meanwhile, like, 10 minutes later they go to another room with another large window and then yeah. they could steal the car then yeah, yeah and plus we're also on like a deadline so let's try to bang in the yeah, car it
1: just was... put we're under six hours yeah you know it's a scene yeah. <laughs> um, when they're talking you know sway is reminding him that like he basically abandoned her um, which apparently he had a really good reason and <laughs> it's not until uh Another character that we'll talk about says his reason towards the end of the film. is like, oh, why didn't you just tell everybody why he left? But um, anyway, like, uh, in that scene, we're going back and forth about why it didn't work out. And you have this other couple that's doing this, like, they're hooking up and by proxy, it's, I,
0: I don't know. Sex is in the air, so they got to have sex, too. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, like, what's better, boosting cars or sex? <laughs> sex while boosting cars. <laughs> Yeah, you mean like yeah. this? <laughs> yeah, it was it's pretty bad. <laughs> um But that's like the most screen
0: time she gets in a scene. <laughs> I know,
1: I know. Other than like, I'll put on my like high heels leather and pink underwear. I'm like, I I'm by the like, way, you
0: like yeah, before that scene, she put on the pink lipstick. On that scene, it was gone. Like it wasn't there anymore. Yeah, that's She made nice. a big deal about putting on this lipstick and she was not wearing it.
1: It's like you have these little glimpses, like when they're in that car, it's like, oh, a chick car. It's like, what are you talking about? It's like Check, there's lipstick and it's like, alright, she she knows things and she never gets a chance to show anything that she knows. And it it like with the setup for that character, you would think that they would have advanced and basically are now reduced to the same level of pumpkin chase. Like they're, they're kind of occupying similar space. Yeah. I don't know what
0: happened to her. Yeah, I don't know either. She's got this wild look. You think Mm -hmm. she's gonna be badass, and she's just ultimately just the love interest. Yeah, yeah. Kind of badass, I guess. But she, you know, you think she would get like a really cool driving scene. She doesn't. Yeah, I. I mean,
1: a chase scene with Sway, like I don't know, like that would have been cool. You know, maybe it sucks that they put her in that stupid van.
2: Yeah, for the Eleanor
1: scene. Yeah, I can get away with that. Yeah, it's like I, I feel like maybe if you had her helping more in that chase sequence in a different kind of badass car, that would have been kind of cool. But, yeah, alas, that didn't happen.
0: No, it didn't happen. And we got uh, plenty of other crew members to talk about, so uh, let's <laughs> <Yeah>. move on. <laughs> let's Back move. to the original, because this character's name is, at least in both movies, mm-hmm. so spelled differently. So we have Atlee, Atlee Jackson, um, who's played by George Cole in the original. And then we have Atlee, spelled L-E-Y instead of L-E-E. In the remake played by Will Patton.
1: I guess it wasn't that big a deal for him, though, really. It wasn't that big a sacrifice, leaving everything he'd ever known behind. And six years later, ain't life grand. You became a car boost anyway. Will Patton, um, this athlete, he works for Raymond Kalitri He's also
0: not. He's helping out Nick Cage's crew. Yeah, like at first he's working with it looks like he's just working with the brother. Mm-hmm. And then we find out he's actually working with Raymond, and then right. he kind of is working with Nick Cage when he comes in. So right. Yeah, that's why I put in like in my description. He's kind of playing both sides. I guess he's leaning more towards the Nick Cage and his I crew. think I think he is. I think that part of his character arc is that when
1: Nick Cage left, he still needed to work, so he you know got in with his crew. And I mean, honestly, out of everyone in the film, I think he's found a nice little slot for himself in this uh this universe. Um so it it's interesting to see that he's playing both sides like that, but I don't think it translates very well. Like it's hard to determine when he's encompassing a certain role. Like uh towards the end of the film there's a scene where he's telling part of Kalitri's crew, No, it's cool and then he like double crosses them. And it's just it's hard for me to conceptualize when he's in either role yeah I
0: think part of the problem is because we see him with Nicolas Cage's crew so often yeah we kind of forget yeah. he's really part of the other crew so we always just assume he's on Nicolas Cage's side so when I guess that twist comes where he kind of betrays you know mm-hmm. Kalitri and his crew it's like well yeah yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're part of Nicolas Cage's crew I think if they had just played into that a little bit more had him you know be a little bit more antagonistic towards Nicolas Cage and his brother right. And the rest of their crew So like when he does have that turn It's like oh wow He right. actually does care about them Like you know cause he has a history with them Right So like he could feel betrayed By Nicolas Cage leaving Go off and do his own thing And then try to like Seem like he's Like against them But ultimately Comes around and Yeah saves the day Yeah if
1: there were like Scenes where you know Maybe when the crew's around He's like uh of like Bitch slaps his kip Or something like that But <laughs> then he's feeding them deep information like you know something like that would have just to make it more legible uh, When he's working for whatever respective group, but overall like a pretty pretty good um, character, you know he He's fine, right and he he helps out throughout the film saving certain Characters and you know explaining some backstory to others so like that. That's fine You know and then like looking at Adlai Jackson um, played by George Cole in the original uh, you don't quite... I mean, not at all. Like He's squarely in Madrian's crew. Um, he does have that backstory, like I was talking about, where he stole a car, and Madrian showed him pictures of him stealing the car, so he had him dead the rights, and now he works in the crew. So, um, what I can say about George Cole's character is probably the most charismatic person in the entire film. Um, he's not doing a
0: lot. He's polite. not doing a lot, but I just remember his... Like, it's <laughs> the voice he comes in,
1: like, say you know, and he he he's kind of cool. Like he he comes across as like uh, uh, I don't know, like he just he's because everyone else is so we're doing the job. <laughs> the fact that he just throws a little bit of flavor on the things. I, I found him to be a refreshing figure, and uh, I still am trying to figure out what the hungry tiger is and why the car <laughs> he was stealing had a
0: tiger in it. Yeah, that's the nice memorable scene he had in that movie. Yeah, I don't really remember much about the character, but I just remember that character because I guess they said his name enough times yeah. I remembered remember yeah. it. Like, everybody else's name, I couldn't even remember. Even
2: Maindrian, I was just like, is this a name? Is that, what are we doing here with yeah. this Maindrian thing?
1: Plus, George Cole kind of, I mean, he explains the plot. <clears throat> when you watch the first part of the film, he's like, so we take the big numbers, right. and we put them on these other cars, and then, like, we're not going to get caught because it's 5,000 to one chance that the insurance guy is going to come looking for that car and see it on the lot. It's confusing. Like it actually feels like too much of a real (laughs) story. But, um, I think the fact that he helps explain a lot of things, he gets about as much screen time as Salicki does. And when he's on screen, it's kind of fun, you know? Um, I guess because he talks (laughs) it's as simple as that he talks and does action and he's maybe one of the only people that says anything while things are happening so you know I I think I'm glad that character's in the film even though I still like you mentioned I don't know what he did (laughs) um, but it
0: felt like he was doing something so I like him So let's just move on to another character. Um, going back to the remake, we've been talking about this character a lot. We'll just go to it. The brother, uh, that's Kip Rains, portrayed by Giovanni Rabisi. You want it? All
1: right. Hey, hey. those people. Alone, oh my man. God,
2: sweetie, you're so talented. What? Hey, hey, no. stolen car, no, stolen, no. Hey. I-, I love you.
0: So this is the idiot guy yeah. who.
2: Really is an idiot. <laughs> like, complete
0: idiot. We just see like in the beginning of the film, like we're, the way we're introduced to him. He's running the crew. We didn't realize that at first, but then they're gonna steal a car like in a showroom, which is well lit, and he's like, "Let me get my tools." It's a rock. Right. There was a rock through a window. The alarm's yeah. going off, and then he steals the car, and then he's still like, "I ah, do whatever I want." So he's hitting on some chick in another car, racing a dude. Then the cops pick pick up on that, and then. Almost gets arrested for it and ultimately leads to like all the cars he already stole getting like taken by the police.
2: Yeah. So yeah.
0: he's like back square one because yeah. he just had this hubris and hey. wanted to do whatever he wanted.
1: It's insane. You know,
0: <laughs> like they say, Oh, this is a
1: professional crew, right? Because they don't damage the ignition. They don't you know the cars are in pristine condition. But this is not a professional crew. The way he kept running the show is loose and, and stupid. Like, uh, I do kind of like that, how dumb they are at the beginning of the movie. So, uh, I gave myself a stranger. And, yeah. you know, like, uh, when um, Patton is like, I feel like I'm in like a schoolyard, you know, like,
2: mm.
1: like I'm talking to children. Because he is, like, they're they a pretty <laughs> loose crew. And like, the fact that their leader with 38 cars already stolen about a week or two out thinks, oh, I know, I'm going to like hit, randomly hit on someone so I can race them in a stolen car.
2: Yeah.
1: And to have your own crew member be like, stolen car, <laughs> stolen car, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, that, that's like crazy levels of, like you said, hubris, ego, just stupidity. I mean, it. it I guess it frames Kip to be unlikable.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's definitely uh, the unlikable brother. <laughs> but like, I find it hard to believe that guy's running a, a real crew. He is somehow. And it's weird because, you know, there's a set of him being like this fuck up and then like it kind of just stays there. doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he's going to do something to like undermine what Nicholas Cage is doing or just to like put the crew in danger right. later on in the movie, but he never really does. No. And he really just takes like a backseat after that opening. Like once Nicolas Cage is in, like you don't even need to see Giovanni. Like it's weird because he's taken by the, the criminal lord, the criminal mastermind, our antagonist. And then like he gives him back to his brother. He could have right. just held him captive the whole time. That would have been it, it would have been the same yeah. thing. Would have been the same movie. True. Because he does so little um once Nicolas Cage is in. I will
1: say that I guess the reason to give him back is to merge these crews.
0: You know? Yeah, but you could still have him captured and then like the crew like coming forward, like we'll do it and then like having to do something to prove themselves. Yeah, it would be better. <laughs> it <would've been> better.
1: <laughs> it's like you know, Nick Cage collecting his crew and then Giovanni's just kind of showing up like, hey, here's me and my guys. And Nicky's like, get the hell out of here. And I'm like, well, you're going to need them because it's 50 cars. It, yeah, I don't know. Like, his crew does not feel like an uh, addition, <laughs> they feel like a <laughs> hindrance to anything getting done. And In fact, most of the reason why the plot could fail still revolves around Kip and his crew. Yeah. So, I, I get what you mean, though. Like, you could have had him out of the film because he effectively was what's yeah. in the cage.
0: Well, we had the, I uh, might be jumping ahead here, we had the heroin scene mm-hmm. in both mm-hmm. films, right? So in the original film, uh, you know, uh, Mandrian, uh, I don't know who stole the car. I don't so, know exactly remember who stole that car. So I don't remember who stole that car. But somebody in the crew stole the car and then they're going through the trunk and then they find all this heroin. Yeah. And I do know, um,
1: I guess it's not quite a one to one, but maybe we should talk about. The brother in law, Eugene, because he
0: feels kind of kippish in this moment. Yeah, I guess so. So, Eugene Chase, played by Jerry Duggirda, he's the future brother in law, I guess you could say. He's uh, just fresh off his wedding. He's not able to go on his honeymoon because he has to run this last, or this job with Mandrian, and he's kind of pissy about that. And then when this car full of heroin is discovered, he's like, whoa. We're going to be millionaires. Right. Let's sell this heroin. And then Majorian's like, are you kidding me, dude? (laughs) We can't sell this heroin? (laughs) So he's like, we'll talk about it in the morning. He's like, yeah, yeah, sure. And then Majorian just goes out and just blows up the car um, without telling Eugene. So then Eugene finds out about it. He gets pissed. Um, We'll talk about that a little bit more when we talk about antagonists. I guess, yeah, I could see how he's kind of like the (laughs) brother-in-law, which is, or like the brother, which is one of, thought giovanni would do right i thought he would be like "Yo, know we need that our own we right sell that right. instead but they, they didn't do they, anything they did nothing they didn't do anything they just recreated the scene and then right. nobody like turned no i think because
1: they introduce a consistent uh antagonist i mean he's actually a good guy but like because delroy lindo who we'll talk about is so up their ass that like yeah. they use it to kind of like further his position of putting the screws to the crew mm-hmm. but like um, you're right you would think based off that first film that there would have been a moment where like Kip's like hey wait maybe we should like pay him off with this heroin money you know, something like that right, right. you know and he
0: just no nah, we're just gonna like rev up an engine <laughs> <laughs> nah. yeah so like you didn't really need to do that scene but I guess I see what you mean about like you know, making Delroy's character just like that but much he's, more. He's he's just there the whole time. He, anyway. not. Yeah, I know. I think another thing is there's there are more villains yeah. in the remake than there are in the original. So, That's true. Because there wasn't really a defined villain in that original <laughs> film until this heroine came out. Right. So I could see them like straying away from that. It's like I already got three villains. We don't need to make somebody turn. Yeah. But yeah. I just you know, knowing the original and seeing the heroine, you just we could have done something yeah, yeah. We, we could have i mean the, the remake kind of steps
1: on that scene like in the original the heroin scene works because it again reinforces maindrian's um code right like he's like all right look this is heroin but this is not the type of heat that we need we're we are insurance scammers <laughs> we, we <laughs> my dad was an insurance scammer his father was an insurance scammer um so like when the heroine gets involved, he's like, look, this is too much. I'm just going to blow this shit up because uh, I don't want to deal with the heat. And Eugene is, you know, he's pissed. I understand it, you know, but the, the leader has spoken. In this, this remake, the heroine scene is so poorly done. I mean, ultimately, there's a little bit of fun that's had in that scene, but like, it's a bad scene. And the main reason is, Okay, you've undermined this character who's still a side character. I don't even know if it's worth even bringing him up, but like the guy who gets pizza, I don't even know what his... Right. He's so not in the movie, it's not even worth talking about it. But like, he steals a car. Not on the list. It's not on the list. So what the fuck? <laughs> like, what, like, what? why? <laughs> right? Why? So that Delaware Lindo can come in and see a car that should, shouldn't be there. It's not worth money. It's like a seventy three Lincoln. Maybe that's like a callback to something, you yeah. know. Maybe. Yeah. Could be. '74. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, maybe it's a callback. It's full of heroin. They get heroin on the floor and they like have him rev with the engine to disperse the heroin, which was actually kind of a fun scene, but like, do we need another Delroy Lindo, like, I'm close to the truth scene? Like, I don't know if we do in right it's a callback just for the sake of a callback that furthers the plot in no way and actually, in my opinion, undermines all of these characters again because I know it's the one guy screwing up, but like, it's a major screw up. Like, why is this happening in this film?
0: Yeah. Very strange. It's a scene that feels like it's only there just because it was in the original Mm -hmm. and because we don't have anybody, you know, turn on our protagonist, it it does feel like a missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I think if
1: there was more pressure, like in the original film, to do something with the heroin, um, or like Kip really being the one, like, "Hey, we gotta like move this weight," and like maybe have that be like a, a fracturing thing, where like maybe the crew temporarily splits or something like that. You yeah. know, like I, I don't know, but uh, as as film is like, it does nothing. It's a pointless scene. Yeah. It's
0: just, I mean, if you've seen the original, be like, hey, the heroine scene, they're doing the mm-hmm. thing with the car again. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's in the remake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, the only person we didn't really talk about in the crew is just Vinnie Jones, the Sphinx, who doesn't yeah. talk. Yeah. And then he talks at the end.
2: Sphinx. I'll saying you. It's that's like, pretty
0: he's, cool. like, he's like the Silent Bob of the movie. Yeah. He only talks when it's, like, very poetic or poignant or something.
1: I found that scene to be uh, that was good. That was a <laughs> nice payoff to have uh Vinny Jones do that and like it's, he's a big intimidating muscle. There's not really an equivalent in the original film of that. And I think like he, out of most most of the crew, was sort of expertly used. Like Sphinx, it pays off. Like um a lot of these other characters that are in the crew are kind of Pointless and just
0: taking no up space. Like you got Scott Con, his tumbler Yeah, I don't know what he does. There's, there's this Scott Con thing where he's yeah. like this comedic yeah. guy in the background. It's, totally. It's, yeah, exactly the role he was in well, Ocean. <laughs> <he doesn't laughs> <understand> it <laughs> <that> was 100 Ocean. Then you had like T.J.
1: Cross, who like he he's chewing up scenery as a Mirror Man. He's got the sunglasses on all the time. He does a he's a brick house like all this oh, yeah. random. Oh, yeah. Was weird. Random stuff. Chee McBride, who's a good actor, but like he's a Donnie Astrokey, who's like one of the old crew. They bring him back. Um, there's a scene where their car's getting stolen, and he like gets out, punches the guy, he's like, "A well, gun? Come on, have you no respect for the craft? You need, oh, a, you need a role model." Like, there's just the crew is comedic
0: relief, right? They're
1: not. They're not proficient at
0: anything. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're not necessary for the plot moving forward.
1: The the keys that they get made are like, are dirty. Like like everybody in the crew is messing up. Yeah. The plan and uh, you know like you said, Benny Jones is cool because he does it. <laughs> he, does, he does his job. <laughs> right. you need a guy like that. He's not a liability. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's just uh, for a crew heist film. I don't think I've ever seen the entire crew be used as comedic relief. Yeah. And, like, not as, like... Like, they say the one guy can hack the DMV, but, like, it barely matters, you know? And he gets shot, like, Yeah, He you know, gets shot. You know, yeah, he's,
0: he's, like, he's kind of the guy that can replace the VIN numbers and mm. make sure that, the like, cars are not you known as stolen and, it's like... He has that one line, and then he gets shot later, yeah, and then, yeah. yeah, these are all useless it's people. useless. Well, and this is pre-Ocean's Eleven, right? True. So we don't know. We don't have that formula, you know, when uh, we did the Italian job that came out after Ocean's, so they sure. knew by then. They didn't know when they did Gone in 60 Seconds, so they're like, what do we do with this guy? Make him funny. What do we do with this guy? Make him funny? What about this one? It, Make him funny.
1: Everybody is funny. And even, like you said, by the end, Danny Jones is also funny. Yeah. Because he's because he's not funny. Right. Right. It's like it's funny because he's serious. So like it, by not being a complete jackass like everybody else in the crew, he's funny. It's <laughs> it's uh it's weird, but like I, I I do like that I could identify characters in the film. Yes, I thought that was an improvement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: from the original. It's really hard to do that in the original. I guess what you could just say about the remake is we definitely don't need all these characters. No. Like, we were just saying um, how, oh, yeah, you need a kip there to bring in his crew. Well, you don't really need them. Yes. <laughs> like yes. you said, all they did was fuck up, yep. and they're very forgettable as soon as we're introduced <laughs> to them. So, they were completely unnecessary, and, yeah, just there for more laughs, I guess. Why?
1: You know, like, wh- why do we need so
0: many laughs in our heist
1: in our movie, you know? Um,
0: oh, going back to, like, fucking up, like, Scott Conn was the reason that the cops knew Wait, about the keys. Wait. So, like, he fucked up, too. Like, Tumblr. He, the whole fucking crew that Kip had was just constantly bringing the, the heat on them.
1: The DMV guy um, kind of brought heat on him because, like, whatever. They were able to kind of backtrack that. Tumblr brought heat on him. TJ Cross didn't really bring heat. She no. didn't really. But, like, um, it, it doesn't matter. Like, the, most of the crew was detrimental to the plot. Like, the guy that's not even in the crew, that's a pizza boy, is bringing the wrong car with heroin in it, you know? Like, um, most of them can't stop hitting on random women at the most <laughs> inopportune times. It, it just, it's a very, very strange collection of people. But uh, going back, Vinny Jones is phenomenal. He's always good. I like Vinny. <laughs> I will
2: say,
0: Chief McBride had a nice little arc with, because uh, he's a driving instructor from you the know, <laughs> And then this woman's just awful at driving. Yeah. And he's like, you know, sometimes you just gotta know when you don't belong. Yeah. You do not belong on the road. She's fucking crying. And he's like, all right, just just drive it somewhere. I'll see you later. Yeah. And then like later in the movie, like he's at the DMV and then he sees her like at like, getting yeah, the test right, it's- like, her test results. back. like, you're sorry, you got too many answers wrong in the test. And he's like, yeah, that's just all I can do. That, <laughs> that was a funny beat. It's
1: a funny beat, you know, even the car gets on, but like, going back to some of these beats, because that, that is funny, like, the, the woman's terrible driving, she's at the DMV, she's like, oh, you're supposed to speed up when you're being tailed, or something like that, and it's like, okay, whatever. Um, the, you need a role model, punch out scene, all this stuff, like, I do find sometimes I don't know what the movie's trying to be, because... We got a deadline. We got to do this. Right. We got to get back. Got to see my brother. Got to get back with the girl. Something like that. But also the dog ate the keys.
0: Right. And let's follow him around and pick up the poo when we get um, met up with like another random. Another crew. random crew. Okay. Oh, what's that actor's name? Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 oh my God. God damn. It. I was he like, does. he's in this. Michael Pena. Yeah. Michael Pena is in this movie. Yeah. For, like, five seconds for no reason. No reason like, at
1: <laughs> all, man. No reason at <laughs> all. He's kind of like a Spanish, like, troll. Yeah. Like,
0: uh,
1: I guess he's in a rival crew. I guess. Many crews don't want them in their time anymore. <laughs> um, and I guess when we start talking about the antagonists, we'll get there. Yeah. But, like, Michael Pena's like, oh, man, I told you you were around here. I was going to smoke you, fool. <laughs> and... The dog shits. And he's like, oh, he starts digging in it for the keys. He's like, yo,
0: man,
2: what kind
1: of this It's a funny, funny line. Um, great moment. I have no idea why it's in the film.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we just we need more comic relief for the comic relief that we had before. I guess I don't but, know. That's my
1: thing. It's like you're just layering on comic relief when, like, okay, the dog ate the keys. First of all, unnecessary. Yeah. But, all right, I get it. The dog ate the keys. Now you got to get it X lax. It's like okay. Did we then need another, like, you took the shit joke and you added another shit joke? It's like, all right. They doubled down on the shit joke, Richie. How do you want? That's that's why they call it number two.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there it is. I'll be here all week. It is a uh, longer movie Mm, than mm. the original. Didn't need to be that long. I definitely feel like there could have been a few cuts here and there. Both films are (laughs) longer than (laughs) need to be. Certainly. We'll We'll get there. We'll get there. (laughs) Nice. So Any, anybody else in those crews who that? Cares?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sure. Like I know we're missing somebody, but like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
2: like
0: just Michael Pena though, just showing <laughs> up out of the random. <laughs> who movie. gets the dollies on? <laughs> <laughs> and dog food. All right, so let's get to our villains. Okay, this is a tough one because talking about the original, because obviously the cops are kind of after uh, Mainstream and his crew, but. It's not really like a face or a name you can no. really pin them on. So there is another sort of antagonist that we have, and that's – we mentioned him already. That's the brother-in-law or the future brother-in-law, Eugene Chase, um, the guy who wanted the heroin, and then he, the heroin was destroyed behind him. So he's he's real pissed, mm-hmm. That was his heroin. That was his ticket out, mm-hmm. man. So he calls the cops, and he tells them, like, what's happening. He's I was like, okay – this car is gonna get stolen right here because it's Eleanor that they're mm-hmm. going after. Yeah. So um, the cops are right there, and he's he's the rat. He's the rat of the crew. The
1: rat Fink. He uh, yeah he, it's, it's so shitty. He's basically because he's all beat up because Mandrian kind of like pushed him and then apparently
0: his shirt ripped in <laughs> pieces. He's like, I'll show you. I'll. Okay, so let me let me get in this guy's mindset. So Mandrian just shows up at this guy's wedding, mm-hmm. tells him you can't go on your honeymoon. Because we got a fucking job to do. I don't give a fuck what you and your wife have planned. You sure. and your new wife have planned. This is what you're going to do. And yep. then you discover a new opportunity to make more money. And you instantly get that shit upon by yep. the guy in charge. So it's like, well, what the fuck did I do this for? I'm going to fucking take matters in my own hands. So I can see why.
1: Well, I get that. You know, he, he was in a volatile position. Uh, no one took into account his uh, his feelings. Nobody did. <laughs> at, ever. Not even <laughs> his like, siblings. Yeah. At, at any point. And um, Mandrian roughed him up pretty bad, you know? Like, you're sitting there, you're like, oh, we just got paid for I'm about to be rich. And this guy his hair and his sweet mustache and his cool <laughs> glasses beat you up in front of your friends and family. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, maybe you go to the local pay phone and you, you tip off the cops. I understand his anger. Yeah. To your point. I understand his anger. And um, it, thankfully it happened because it actually made the movie it more interesting. It
2: gave the movie some drive. It gave it some <laughs> plot.
0: Like the heroin coming in made the was like where the movie started to get. Like, okay, yeah. what are we doing with this heroin over here? Oh, they destroyed it. That was stupid. Okay, there's a betrayal over here. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. it kept things interesting. It kept things moving, which it, I really appreciated. It felt like... A plot was forming
1: mm-hmm. at that point,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and you know Eugene's out of the movie at that point. But uh, it's okay; we we've moved things along. And, and, you know, we'll talk about it. But from there, uh, from there. plot isn't needed <laughs>
0: ever again, ever again. Well, it might it might be needed, but they certainly don't use it ever again.
1: It, unnecessary. <laughs> I'm a
0: first of all, I'm a very successful filmmaker. I
1: turned 150000 <laughs> in amazing. the 40 million. He's, he's got the Midas touch. Yeah, that's right, man.
0: You
1: has The licking the <laughs> the hop. You know? <laughs> Jump in your car and drive. That's the only thing a movie needs is cars driving. Should Eugene Chase get his comeuppance? No, fuck Ooh. no. We don't give a fuck. Look Eugene <laughs> Chase? You wrote him in <laughs> the film. What? No idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> never in the movie again. Don't care. <laughs> don't care. Steal the cars. Get the 400000 Which, by the way, we didn't talk about this yet. Uh, since we are talking about villains, do we want to start with... We'll talk with the main villain because they throw side villains in yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> They throw side villains in after you throw in the big bad. But uh, in the original film, like we mentioned, there's a Nicaraguan drug lord who's uh, basically offering his crew, uh, maintenance crew, $400,000. To steal these cars, um, in a set amount of time. In the remake, like we mentioned, Nick Cage has a dipshit brother, uh, Kip, playing the very British Raymond Kalitri.
2: A try to learn your ways, understand your obsessions, but this baseball—it's so bleeding boring, isn't it? Who, at this point,
1: Kip's an idiot. He got thirty-eight of the fifty cars impounded. But guess what? I still got a deadline, and do I look stupid? Do I look like a stupid person? He he does not. Um, Raymond Calitry is a bad bad person. He's uh, he's murdered. He, he uh, he's kind of like a fence. He like steals things and gets them to different places. Uh, he makes his own woodwork, you know. <clears throat>
0: yeah, he carves tables and coffins. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. <laughs> coffins, chairs. He uses mahogany and nice nice oaks, but um. When he's introduced to Nicolas Cage, it's because he has his brother, Nicolas Cage's brother, in the car in a car compactor, just getting crushed. Yeah. It's like you have thirty seconds to make this choice. You could kill me. But <laughs> well, then my crew will kill you, and your brother will be dead. Or, or, you, or you could run, and then we'll still kill you. Or three, you get work for you me. You
1: do the job, and I'll give you two hundred thousand dollars. This cheap bastard <laughs> gave him two hundred less. Two hundred thousand less dollars than the original film um with inflation <laughs> this is messed up plus but. two more cars yeah two more cars and I'm gonna tell you the street value of most of those cars has to be at this point 50 of those cars in that condition this is a two million dollar job but here's 200,000 mm-hmm. and you get to live and also uh we'll get to it I'm gonna be kind of a dick about the, the, the deadline <laughs> so I, I found Raymond Kalitri to be um Kind of like the proper amount of menacing. thought he was, like, yeah. scary in that, like, I'm an unhinged sociopath way. He was fun.
2: Yeah, he
0: was fun. And th- I think that's my biggest problem is he was fun, but we don't get a lot of him. Yeah, we Like, don't. A, again, going back, like, he shouldn't have given the brother back. No. He should have kept him in, as a hostage or just, like, fucked with him and, like, I don't know. He wasn't there a lot to, like, put the pressure it was four days, you know, on so Memphis. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess it just, is.
1: Just, but, uh, right. I mean, to your point, though, it's only four days. Like, yeah, hold the guy for four days. Like, yeah, 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 easily hold the
0: Why guy not? for four days. Why not? And then, like, you know, just bring the pressure on and, like, I don't know, let his hubris kind of get in the way and have him, like, fuck with, like, Memphis somehow. It's mm-hmm. just like, I need that fucking money. He's like, you're going to get it if you get off my dick. I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. I could have used more of him, but I guess the problem with this movie is we do have other villains, a lot more villains. <laughs> so.
1: it, but, like... You don't need more villains because Raymond Khalitri is a good villain. He is a
0: very good villain. <laughs> and they and they kinda of pulled like the Bane situation in the Dark Knight Rises. It's like, do you think I you know who I work for? Like he works for somebody mm-hmm. and he can't like reneg at his job because like Nicolas Cage is gonna pay him back the money that he gave to the brother. Right. And he's like, No, it doesn't work yeah. like that, cause these people depend on me and if they don't get it from me, they're going to get it from somebody else. So it's like, he's not even the top dog. We didn't need to know that
1: information. No,
0: we didn't.
2: didn't. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, It's just, you promised me something, you're not doing it? Okay. But like, yeah, now you're introducing his his international connections and stuff like that. Because Nick Cage hands him $10,000. Like, this is what you gave my brother. Nah, 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 need those cars. Need them. I find it so interesting that these... uh, these cruisers are such stickers, like forty-nine out of fifty pretty
0: good. Yeah. And he was like, what, twelve minutes late with that last car. I was like, sorry. Sorry, Memphis. Gotta kill you and your brother now.
1: Which you know, like kinda of puts Raymond Cleachy back in that like bad just for bad sake type thing. Cartoon like, villainy, yeah. pretty
0: much, at that point, yeah.
1: Like, uh he gets again for some reason, like, he gets some funny scenes with the villain when like uh he uses the chair to
2: like <laughs> block him out from
1: trying to like stab him.
2: He's like, "No, chair."
1: <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty funny. Like I like this idea of like um a lot of his scenes are funny. Like when when Chris Eccleson, um he's watching baseball. He's like, "This is bloody boring." <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> um, that was funny he made a coffin for his brother. It was a nice coffin. It too. was like,
2: really nice. Really
1: well done. <laughs> the
2: padding on the inside. <laughs>
1: So, like, it's cool. He's like an eclectic Brit that might stab you, you know? Like, good villain. Mm-hmm. This is the stuff villains are made of. But we have to venture into villain land all over the place, man. Yeah,
0: we got to venture into villain land. we got to stick with this crew, this expanded crew. Mm-hmm. we got a lot of characters, which I think what? is the main problem of the remake. There's just so many different characters to focus on. So, like, when you have a good character like Raymond Kalitri, like, right. we want to focus on him more, but we just, we don't have opportunity to because we have 20 other characters we are got to get but through. But d- don't you care about the rival gang? Uh,
1: the rival gang? Oh, jeez. I almost forgot, Reggie. With Johnny B? <laughs> Johnny B? Played by Master P? You know. Popular recording artist? Uh, big time uh, producer, owner of uh, No Limit Records? Master P? Um a southern-based rapper who's now in Louisiana? Excuse me, Louisiana. It would make more sense if he was in Louisiana where he's from. He's in L.A. <laughs> Come on, Lori You know what? What are you going to do about these cars? His beef is, I'm getting less business because you guys are better at stealing cars than me. Mm-hmm. That should have been my job. Are you so hung up on
0: $200,000,
1: Johnny B? That you're willing to commit murder?
0: He's uh, he's in the movie. Uh, Yes. (laughs) He's in the movie. He's not in the movie very long. Uh, He does seem like, oh, this this might be like maybe the main foil because, okay, we got the big baddie, but maybe that's not really the big baddie. Maybe it's the guy on the street level who's the really big baddie. (sighs) No, this guy has a dumber crew than fucking Kip's crew. It's it's a bad crew. With fucking just guns and then chasing, trying to shoot at Nick Cage and his brother Kip. And then, like, ultimately, getting, like, this silly thing happened yeah. where, like, their car gets hooked up to a truck because mm-hmm. Kip, like, rigged it with a chain. And then, like, Nicolas Cage was awkward with some guy in some coffee shop the mm-hmm. truck driver, which was, which felt like Nicolas Cage. Yeah, that, that felt very naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> this your big rig?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: This is b12 you know so weird
0: yeah it was really awkward but you know it worked though because you got to be awkward to make the guy want to leave mm-hmm. so it worked into his plan and then um you know masterpiece with his crew with their guns in the car and then after the accident happens where their car gets dragged for like two feet and destroyed you know the yeah. cops are instantly on their ass with guns and they all get arrested you got permits for those <laughs> weapons gentlemen and it's like Okay, so they're gone. We saw them in one scene. Mm-hmm. We, saw, we had this action chase, attempted so, murder, and then they're gone. So, Nick Cage catches up with Sway at her bar.
1: And she's like, no, nah, I'm not doing it in the crew. And he's outside. Johnny B, fucking whatever, Johnny B shows up. And he's like, I heard he was back in town. Okay. Johnny B's crew starts beating him up a little bit. Sphinx comes out, kicks a little bit of ass. They blow up like three cars. I don't know why all the cars blow up, because Sphinx only put like gasoline or whatever in one of the cars, but fine. Three cars blow up. And you're saying to yourself at this point, boy, Nick Cage is, is really, you know, he's embarrassed me. So now I'm gonna I'm gonna get in a shootout with him. None of this makes sense. Like Johnny <laughs> B is this is all on Johnny B. Like I get it. You didn't get the job, but what are you doing now? Are you going to do the job and get the money, or are you just wasting resources
0: <laughs> and time and money? He, he could be making you, on trying to kill Nicholas Cage. He lost four or five vehicles. He's going to do twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like
1: unregistered like automatic weapons. It's just like, why is this character here? What is his purpose? Like because Kim crew has a rival crew. Like why do I need to know that?
0: Yeah, you know, it just—it's—he it's was only mad once Memphis came back. He wasn't—he right. didn't even hate Kip's crew because Kip's crew was incompetent. But
1: Memphis is very proficient. at I mean, forty-seven percent of them. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. He's gonna take half the market again, and he doesn't—he's afraid a, of that. It's not
1: like Johnny B stepped in and and you know outpaced the market. He—he—he's a loser. <laughs> but whatever. It—it's—it's it's a weird cameo too, because the movie is already full of famous people. Yeah. So, like, having, like, if we were watching, like, Superfly again, right, and, like, P showed up, kind of like the way Big Boy showed up in that film, mm-hmm. like, oh, cool, cool, like, it's a, you know, it's a light cast. Famous people. It's like, Anthony Jolie, Nick Cage, fucking Delroy Lindo, Robert Duvall. We didn't even talk about Robert
2: Duvall.
1: No <laughs> That's a good point.
2: <laughs> Fucking Tom
1: Hagen's in this movie. <laughs> and um I was I was watching some earlier. Uh Nicolas Cage is a coppola. Yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> got Tom Hagen. Um Yeah, so whatever. <laughs> uh what's the name? A little sunny. they, they got scenes of- oh
0: yeah uh con yeah james
1: con yeah. james con's yeah. son yeah, yeah. <laughs> see oh wow, a godfather this, this is godfather 4 this is godfather <laughs> 4 <laughs> like master p is just in the film too much he's in the film more than sways in the film he's got more speaking lines than most of the crew and he's just this really
0: weird side character He's, he's literally a side quest. He's, he's just like this guy's annoyed at you. He's gonna come at you, but don't worry, he's gonna go away. And then nothing he did or said will ever affect the ultimately the climax of this film. No, no, he's
1: only here to be a minor inconvenience. Yeah,
0: just a minor waste of time. That's it. And
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean a waste of time because, whatever. Like Sphinx can fight, all right, but it doesn't matter because Sphinx doesn't fight again. Who cares if Sphinx is tough? Like, I, it doesn't matter. So, I don't know. Uh, Johnny B is a bad character. Honestly, Michael Pena's character is a better (laughs) character. Because he at least has the the decency to get in and out. (laughs) You know, that only... It was an unnecessary scene, but it was only worth, like, that one scene. Like, Johnny B takes up, like, like 10 to 15 minutes of screen time for what? It's weird. But I think the real villains in this film, or the police.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All cops are bastards, and <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> How do you feel about this connection? You've got Delroy Lindo as Detective right. Roland Castlebag. Right. you got Timothy Olyphant Right. Detective Timothy
0: Olyphant's in the movie, who uh, we haven't even talked about, it, just like Robert Duvall. Um, you know, fresh off of Book of Boba Fett, you know, so, sure. I'm, like, so I'm like, oh, Tim all <laughs> Yeah! <we're laughs> Hell <hills> yeah! <laughs> he's fucking badass!
2: <laughs> Boba Fett,
0: which came out <laughs> 22 years later, yeah. this movie. Um, yeah, again, just, I'm just gonna start with Tim character, another useless character who's... Comic relief. Kinda comic relief. I didn't even really think he was that funny, no. so I'm not gonna even give him that. But he's, he's there, and he's, he's trying. He's making his jokes. Yeah, he's like
1: Delroy Lindo's incompetent partner. It's yeah. like one time he kind of says his wife's mean and Delroy's like don't talk about my wife. Yeah. Yeah. And then he says, oh man, Nick Cajun
0: drives. Like, okay, yeah. yeah. He's honestly there just so Delroy and Lindo can talk. Yeah, <laughs> so he can His exposition, true. so he doesn't just say it to himself. So everything he's saying is to somebody, not just like a, an inner monologue. Yeah. What's he doing? He
1: What's doesn't doing? do anything. <laughs> he doesn't do anything. So the cops can
0: quip. I don't know. The qui-
1: the quipping, you know, we're not there yet, but like even that final scene, like towards, like you said, the climax, I thought he was going to do something there because he was there, <laughs> but you know, we'll talk about that, but like, he's not involved in the movie. He sits in the passenger seat and he's confused about things. Like you said, it's just for Delaware to be like, oh, you noticed that? That's, <laughs> that's a black light. <laughs> black light. Back in the 70s, we used to, you know, see things. I was like, okay. You see that? That's Illinois. That's the car he wants. It's like, you're right. He's only there to receive information. So, so we can receive that information. Oh, man. Whoa. We're Timothy Oler. Hey, We're all
0: Timothy Oly fans.
1: Hooray. I will say this, though, man. One of the best characters in this movie, Delroy Lindo. I mean, he, he carries a lot of the weight. He <laughs> is killing it, man. Ronald Castleback. He's
2: get out of the car, man.
1: <laughs> he's funny. He's intimidating. He's competent. You know, like he's he's still a step behind the crew, and like it's cool. He's got a grudge. He's like. I've had a great career, but I never caught Memphis Reigns. Here's his chance. Yeah. That's a great character. <laughs> you got you got your main villain, who's a weird, evil British guy. You got a guy who's got a grudge against uh, Memphis Reigns. You're pretty much done right That's
0: there. That's it. That's all you We're need. Good. That's all you need. We're good. Because plot twist, one of them is not going to stay an enemy. Yeah. I wonder
1: which one. <clears throat> <laughs> Like, I I found Delroy Lindo to be... The same way I think that Nick Cage kept the crew together. I think Delroy kept his movie together, man. Like, he just... He kept the stakes where they needed to be Mm. throughout the film. And without that grounding, like, performance, I don't know if I'm following the plot. Because, like, things are just going to be happening with no consequence. And I think he puts consequences... Into the film, even if he doesn't quite catch the crew in the act.
0: Yeah, that tension that I was missing from Raymond Kalitri's character is there because of Del Rosado's mm. character. Right. That, you know, there's somebody watching you, there's somebody right behind you, like, just one step behind you, so you got to keep moving forward, because you will get caught if you... Any mistakes. Right. and But luckily for <laughs> the movie, Nicolas Cage's character is... He's, he's just, just he's so very just too, he's too smart. He's a little this, too sharp. Yeah, he's just know? a little bit too sharp. But yeah, he's he's like Jaws in this movie. Mm-hmm. He's just there and he's he's like this presence that's always like surrounding this this dark cloud over the crew, I guess you could say. Yeah. And he's the sense of urgency that the movie desperately needed. I wish Christopher Eccleston's character did it, but Del Orlando did a pretty good job at it. Yeah.
1: I think because and I'm realizing this as we're talking, I think because this movie's trying to be so funny. I think that's why Delroy takes this, this kind of lead yeah. antagonist role, because he's he's both extremely funny, but also, like, there's nothing funny about
0: what he's doing. He's going to catch you. Yeah, he's going <laughs> he like, to go to jail for a long time. So, like you said, yeah, very good grounding mm-hmm. character, because everybody else is cracking jokes, except
2: for our hero yeah. and
0: our antagonist. Yeah. They're driving the story forward, yeah. so they're very important, and they're both very good at it. It's true, true. It it makes you
1: kind of wish that you focused on the characters that are driving the film, mm-hmm. because uh, Nick Cage, like I said, I thought he was I thought he was fine. You know, I thought he mm-hmm. was doing some good stuff. We wanted to see more of the love interest. I think that would have been helpful. Um, I think more Kalitri, more Delroy, and you're good. You know, cut out a lot of the crew or have them just kind of be like checking in, like, yeah, we got this one, we got that one, mm-hmm. while Nick Cage is quarterbacking and Delroy's trying to catch him, you know, like, there's too much sauce
0: on there, yeah. a little too extra. Yeah, too many cooks in the kitchen, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we're kind of going in a weird order here, but we did bring up Bobby Duvall. Yeah. Should we just, Let's talk, about we just talk about him a little bit?
2: You break it, you buy it, my friend. <laughs>
0: Bobby Duvall's in the movie. <laughs> that's all I can tell you, about. Like, he's kind of a mentor yeah. figure. But then, like, do we need him? And then, like, as I was saying, let's talk about him. I was like, I don't really know what to say about him because he's just kind of a background <clears throat> character again.
1: Yeah. I I felt there was a missed opportunity because uh, Bobby Duvall, who's, he's gone straight. So instead of a chop shop, now he's, he's like, restoring cars. Oh, yeah. You know, he's like, there. that that's his thing. And he it, it's this weird thing, like, Nick Cage retired, he's retired, Nick Cage's pulled out of retirement, now he's pulling Bobby Duvall out of retirement. There's a couple of scenes where you see uh Bobby Duvall's whether well, wife, girlfriend, or something like that, who's like skeptical, she's looking at Nick Cage and you can see she's upset that he's getting pulled back into the light. They didn't do anything with it. No. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, maybe she's gonna like say something to like, get the hell out of here, you know, we don't need you around and she's just kinda like mm-hmm. side eye, and nothing happens. And he just kind of slots back into, all right, here's the crew. I'm going to help you in the crew figure out how to do this. And, yeah, I felt like, you know, again, kind of cool that we get to see some of the backstory and, you know, the old crew. But so what? You know, what is Bobby Duvall doing in the film
0: to further the plot? I couldn't tell you one thing he did after his opening introduction. Like, I'm just trying to think, like, what did Robert Duvall do in this movie?
1: He kind of helps convince him to let Kip's crew in. That's it. That's it. He's like, well So he's
0: the reason we have so many fucking characters. Yes. So he should be in the movie, and then we'd have less characters to focus on. Like, the movie
1: is implying that I'm going to find it less credible that, like, six guys can steal 50 cars than, like, 10 guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not thinking about that at all. No, at all. <laughs> I, you could give me Sphinx, um Chi, um, Sway, Sway, and Nick Cage and said they stole fifty cars. And I'd be like, it, okay, so maybe instead of a one night boost, it's a two night. Like you know what I mean? Like, but first of all, this one night boost thing. Well, if you if you fence them the first night, then they're going to be on to you. Right. So we got to do it the old school way. Right. I, what are you talking about?
0: Dude, Reggie is the more exciting way to do it. No, so you gotta go with it. I have no real concept of time in this film. I don't know. You don't? Because they tell, they tell us how much I know you they're telling there. you,
1: but it doesn't matter to me. Or
0: how are you not following the plot, Reggie? <laughs> they tell us how much time is left.
1: I have no idea, throughout most of the film, how many cars they sold. Yeah. I have zero idea. When they say we're at, 48 i'm like wow
2: <laughs>
1: that's impressive but like it wasn't like i was like well it's six hours out and it's five, 10 now we got 12 like there's no progression they're just stealing cars for movie and like i have no idea where they're at until they tell me so like it doesn't matter like they're they like tell like so smart he's gonna know if we do it over two nights like it's already four days I, i'm impressed you don't need to impress me again it's a lot of cars and a little bit of time, man. Like it just instead of four days, which is what we originally told you, it's gonna be one day. Because they know if they said that at the beginning, I would be like, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> <laughs> like if you would told me we got right. one day to steal fifty cars, but you told me you had four
0: days and you did it in one day anyway, <laughs> rude. I don't, I don't see the problem, Reggie. <laughs> I was I was on for that. I was like, "Yeah, of course we're gonna do it in one night." <laughs> Uh, it's more exciting that way. No, it's it's stupid as hell, obviously, <laughs> but it makes a better movie. For sure, it does. So I, if I you let don't let think that, about it. I let that one go because I was like, okay, I was like, it's only more interesting because if we have enough time, then we're not. There's no sense of urgency. Right. It pushes that sense of urgency. You got two right? months to give me 50 cards. Yeah. Like, Going right. <laughs> to be playing Xbox, <laughs> PlayStation. Oh, is a PlayStation what Two out yet? What am I supposed to be doing? Oh yeah. <laughs> I think, I think we're nitpicking on these movies we are. too much, which, we are. which when you think about it, you really shouldn't be thinking about these that's movies the too much. I think that's
1: what the original does so well. It's like, um, what are you thinking about?
0: Yeah. Look at the car. Yeah, it, it's, it's funny because like, when they go into like in the beginning of the movie, like the explanation of like how they take the VIN numbers and they take them from the wrecked car and put them in the new car and just like... How deep into detail we mm-hmm. go with that? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm a little lost, I'm like, oh no. I don't yeah. know if I'll be able to follow the plot. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're able to follow the plot. Just look at the pretty cars.
1: Yeah, it, it'd be like, um, if you're watching like, uh, not like Wolf of Wall Street, but a movie like that, it's like, so a Ponzi scheme, let me tell you how it starts. First, I get this guy, <laughs> and then, I get another, it was like, right, hey, 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 just do the, do the fraud, <laughs> you know? You don't have to explain, you know, uh, tax code 87, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, there's there's moments in that original film too because you know we talked a lot about characters just now where like there are characters that there's motivations that like come into play that don't make sense like when they steal the one car from the guy who, uh, who they also, put it back
0: who also wasn't in the insurance
1: right game. and they're just kind of like hey there's that dick that we don't right.
0: like it's like um, who? Yeah. <laughs> who? Yeah. Let's talk about that whole sequence of events. So they pretty much they're stealing the cars. I think he has an Eleanor. Yeah, he has. Like, he an has Eleanor. an Eleanor too. So they steal his Eleanor, and they he get he catches them. The guy, so he starts chasing them. Right. And then the cops see them, so they start chasing them. Right. Ultimately, the whoever's driving Eleanor, is it Mandrian? It might be. I, might be. It it could might be. Be. I don't know. <laughs> and, and they, they pretty much put the car back. And then the guy whose car was stolen, who was chasing them, he's the one that he gets arrested. Right. And then they bring him back. He's speaking nonsensical things. Like, I was going to walk my dog. Why yeah. do you think I'm... I i did not steal. My car's stolen. And then he goes back and his car's right there. Yeah. And he's just like, what the fuck? And right. then, like, the reason they did that was just to fuck with him. To fuck with him. <laughs> That's it.
1: <laughs> the guy... Uh, you just introduced. This movie that has,
0: like, very little plot, spent a lot of time in this whole sequence of events of taking this guy's car, and mm-hmm. going on a complete chase, bringing it back, just to fuck with him. Right, because we don't like this guy. Yeah, and we don't know that we don't like this guy until well after the fact. Right, right. The, it, the scene has already happened.
1: Yeah. We're like, yeah, well, we did that because we don't like that guy. Oh,
0: that guy's a dick. Oh, he is? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Sure. Show me he's a dick before you steal the car and I'll be on board. But... No. Still because it's
1: just a job at that point I'm like, yeah. all right, they stole the car. Yeah.
0: Wait, why'd they put it back? Yeah, like we're spending a lot of time with this guy and his wife in their house
2: yeah. talking right. about random shit.
1: It shouldn't work. <laughs> this movie should've shoulda Flopped.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <But>, Forty million
1: dollars. <laughs> you know, that's the characters. Uh, did you wanna get into um did you wanna get into the
0: action, action, the main star of both of these films, more specifically the first one. So there's a lot of cars and these both of these films and of course we have to have a big chase scene so we have two climaxes i guess you Mm -hmm. could say where our main characters are mandrian and memphis they're both getting into eleanor and then ultimately they're caught so they have to run away or get away from the police so i'm just gonna put it out in front so our remake has a chase sequence of about 12 minutes our original film has a chase sequence of about 40 minutes. It's a <laughs> two-hour film. No, it's an hour-and-a-half film. Really? Yeah, almost oh. half the movie is this chase sequence. Yeah, wow. the remake is two hours, wow. the original. You might you watched it on IMDb? Probably I, watched it with commercials. Uh, maybe that's what it was, because I watched
1: it on Pluto, because it was like two hours. Yeah. Like what No, no, no. I,
0: I rented it because it was only $2 on Amazon, Hour and a half. Wow, is it? Yeah, hour hour and thirty minutes. Yeah.
1: Holy hell. Yeah. Yeah, it must have been the commercials
0: because like they yeah. kept cutting. Um, no, no, no. So almost well. half the film is this car chase. I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah.
1: And <laughs> it's, by the way, commercials didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> commercials
0: didn't help. No, you did. Those brakes weren't. No, good. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So I think we're going to start with the original just because it's sure. just like, this thing's still going. It's, this thing's still going. This thing is still going. In in the
1: original, Eugene Eugene has, has turned on the crew. He's upset. Mm-hmm. He could have had heroin. Instead, he got an asshole. No, Tells the cops, this is where you go, in front of the hotel, right? It is a scene. I mean,
0: he first gets the car. The
1: cops are like, there. the guy. Yeah,
2: they're
0: they're like these cops who we don't even know. Like I guess they're cops. Like sometimes sure. I couldn't even tell if like is that a cop or is that one of the crew. It was just so like I don't know who's who. I did not mean to rhyme. Anyway, right. so yeah, these cops are just like staking out this hotel because they got that tip from Eugene. So they, they see a suspicious looking character. So this is Mandrian. By the way, we didn't even talk about this. In the original film, they got wigs, we got fake mustaches. Oh, yeah. They all look like they this should be a, in the Beastie Boy sabotage video. It is true. These disguises. It's it is just fantastic. Sunglasses? Yeah, it does feel a lot like Savvy
1: It's just sunglasses, wigs, just flopping wigs. Like, here's your wig. They give the black guy a blonde wig. Like, go ahead. Like, who cares, man? It
0: is fantastic, these wigs. I am so upset. None of them are the remake. Because these I are know. some good freaking wigs. The
1: remake uh, does this scene, I guess, to try to mirror that where Cheese uh, she's, she's McBride's character is like, oh, like, wear the gloves. And then T.J. Cross is like, gloves, man, we in the future, baby. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And he's like, here's fake fingerprints that you put in your hand. Just get gloves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just, just get gloves. Yeah. He, <laughs> we're introducing these fake fingerprints. He puts, Chief McBride puts He's like, pretty cool. Never referenced again. Doesn't, doesn't fucking matter. Nobody nobody would have batted an eye if they were just wearing gloves.
1: <laughs> it would have been cool if they had the fingerprints of a rival and just to fuck <laughs> with them. <laughs> They're like, oh, I guess, uh. Johnny B's fucking accounting <laughs> did it. But, um, yeah, the the Wigs,
0: by the way, are phenomenal. And
1: they come into play uh in this chase sequence.
0: Yeah, because they they do very much. That's how he gets away. <laughs> so, anyways, back. So, we got Mandrian. He's, he's we got the suit on. He's got the gloves on. He's got the wig and the mustache. And he steals the car in the parking garage. Yep. But for some reason... He decides once it's outside, with the car alarm going off, mm-hmm. he decides once he's outside in view of everybody, yep. that's when he's going to take some time to turn the car alarm off. Right. For some reason, when mm-hmm. he initially boosted the car, see, look yep. at me, boosted, I know the lingo. When he initially boosted that car, he did not decide to turn off that car alarm. Right. He thought he could just drive outside. Why did he not turn the car alarm off when it initially went off? Because the movie's is about... Because the movie, we needed to know. The cops I mean, needed to know, cause it would have been second, boring. Right. It is
1: a preposterous scene. Yeah. In, in in some ways, in a good way. In other ways, like it it ebbs for forty minutes. It ebbs and flows. There are times where I'm like, what the hell is going on? And there's other times where I'm like, wait a
0: second. <laughs> it's exhausting, Reggie. Really. It's 40 minutes. You can't just be like, oh, my God, keep going here. I know. You got to like. I even fucking texted him like, dude, 40 minutes? Even Sting when in last that long. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's a danger,
0: <laughs> danger chase.
1: It's so interesting how much of a beating this car is.
0: Dude, it is hilarious how much it can take and it's, still keep going.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. They hit the light pole at one point. Um, uh, you know, the the jump, which is like a huge climax. But like, watching just crash into this, crash into, that. into that. Yeah.
0: And they stop. But then he starts again. <laughs> yeah. There, and there's like, I'm going to say maybe 15, 20 minutes into the chase. He ultimately... After destroying many vehicles, mm-hmm. lights, landmarks, whatever you can destroy, they destroyed in this movie. Yeah. And hes they got him dead to rights, surrounded by cops. Yeah. He's he's putting his hands up, and you're like, okay, I, Chase is over. He's like, nope, I still sad. got my foot on the pedal. Oh, he still takes the gas and just goes, man. And you're like, what? We're still going? Still going.
1: For
2: like
0: another 20 minutes after that. It's insane. Still
1: going. Meanwhile, there's the for some reason there's a bunch of uh, uh black kids speaking in unintelligible jive. Yeah, just getting high, and talking about bitches yeah, all on, the man, time. You man. know what I'm saying? We gonna do it, man. <laughs> a lot like t day crosses' uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> dialogue. And I'm just sitting there like, I don't get this. I think why are we following these? And they were like in a car. It was called like Billy or something. Yeah. So it was really weird, but we focused a lot on them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: A lot. I, I, I'd say they drugs. got just as much street oh, time man. as Eugene, man. Pretty close. <laughs> and like,
1: I, 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 I thought Dumbo was racist. <laughs> <laughs> this shit, I was like, what the fuck are they saying? Damn, so you think we're going to get caught, dog? You know what I mean? I was like, this is, that wasn't even the, the language at the time. It's son and dog. But like, that's the only thing I was hearing the whole time. It it was so weird, the car was smoking, they're like, you think we're gonna make it? And I'm like, I don't know who you are and why
0: I keep seeing you. Yeah, it just kept coming up. I just here they are, here they are, here they are. It was it's it was so weird, but it was like something's gonna happen, right? No, 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 no.
1: The only thing that's gonna happen is their car's gonna break down and our protagonist in his cool sunglasses is gonna say See boy <laughs> basically. We said see to
0: the car. That's yeah. why I was like, "What's the name?" I think it was like Billy. Yeah, yeah I think I think it was something with a B. Um, but it's it's just so bizarre that we kept focusing on these kids. Like you know, they're they're, they're smoking and they're talking about all these bitches they're gonna like get with, and yeah. like they, they do get in an accident. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, Mainstream just like crash into them yeah. during his chase, and then like we're still following them for no for reason. for no reason. It's so bizarre.
1: I, it's like. like the start and stop of the chase sequence, you know, like you say, you start in a hotel, you, you flip a, a dump truck at one point, that's cool, you know, you crash into this, you crash into that.
0: Dude, um, one time there's like a mayor talking or something. That was the
1: real mayor! That was the real mayor! What? Yeah. what? Hold up.
0: Incredible! Was he Asian? Yes. Yeah. Okay, because I know, okay, not the best portrayal of the black kids in the car, but yeah, I will say this movie... Has a lot of diversity for a movie that came out in 1974. Like, there's a lot of black people in this movie. Oh, yeah. There's Asian? The Asian mayor? There's Asian people in this movie, too. Listen, I, I was on uh,
1: TVTropes.org, and the mayor... Hold on.
0: I think console wars are on TVTropes.org.
1: Nice. <laughs> the, yeah. Sat Yamamoto played himself. That's... And he's the... The mayor of the city of Carson. So, like, they had the actual mayor. Did you, like, most of the people, like, because there's another thing that happens throughout this ridiculous chase sequence. Um, there's, like, a journalist guy who just keeps going to people, like, Did you see? Did you see? What happened? Like, a lot of those people were just, like, regular people. Yeah. <laughs> we're just, they use regular people. That's why the budget was so low as extras. Um, so, you had that. You had, the journalists throughout being like, the car is still going. Uh, people would thought that things were really happening. So like when they had, because uh, all the car accidents, people looking like they were in accidents. Regular citizens were like yelling at police. Like, why? <laughs> they weren't police. They were like the
0: actors. Like, why? Are right. Oh, my gosh. Uh,
1: that motorcycle crew is flipping off the cops. Real motorcycle crew. <laughs> flipping off the cops. It, it, it. Let me tell you something. <laughs> This uh,
0: Halicki guy, <laughs> he's a craftsman. It was a gorilla style of filming there. Where he just gets right in there, and just, mm-hmm. like, gets real people instead of actors.
1: Just, just film the thing that you want to film, which is cars. <laughs>
0: Work around uh,
1: other things to just make it seem like it's a movie, <laughs> and that and that's a movie. And forty million dollars later, you're the you're the man now, dog.
0: <laughs> forty million dollars. It's insane. That's so funny, though. Sack
1: Yamamoto, the real mayor of Carson
0: City. Such a diverse cast. I, you know, the, I'll, I'll applaud. I know you're yeah. not the best representation. No, no, but, track, but... you know... But, yeah. like, is not... Adelaide, is yeah. not ridiculous. He's not, he's not talking like Jive the whole
1: time, yeah. so... The, honestly, that car scene was the most disappointing,
0: uh, but it was... It, because it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense, and we spent so much time on it. Yeah. It was just like, yeah. the longer we spend with these boys, yeah, the <laughs> we're more getting. So because, mm-hmm. like,
2: I
1: don't know what you're trying to say there, and because you didn't say anything, yeah, yeah it's just like, mm. let's <laughs> not. Let's not. Because, like, I would have been better off if they were just, like, in the car, just smoking a joint
2: mm.
1: with, like, the music playing in the background. But they were
2: like, no, 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 yeah. no. And it was like, ugh,
1: ugh. <laughs> my ears. <laughs> Feels racy, <laughs> but uh, but
0: still, I'll say it, Very diverse film. Very like, diverse. I was film. Very surprised. I was like, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Yeah. A lot, a lot like we watch movies. We watch so many movies from like back in then. It's like wow. Mm-hmm. Not even one person. Yeah. <laughs> it's like darker.
1: Well, like um for example, I was because working on social media day. uh was working on like the thing, and that was the first movie we watched. Where there were no women. The eighty four birthday <laughs> of the thing. This movie's out loud with it. You know, they may not be main characters most of the time, but like, yeah, there's a lot of diversity and things going on in, um, in a film that at times doesn't feel like a film. So, you know, <laughs> get, good on him. But it all culminates. It all was worth it for that sweet, sweet jump.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so again, it seems like the cops have Mandrian pretty much dead to rights. Um, he's on... Is he just going, like, down a road? Is he on a bridge? Yeah. He's not on a bridge. That's the remake. No. Okay. That. Yeah, right, we'll right, right. That. We'll, we'll talk about that because <laughs> this is a lot cooler. Um, so pretty much, yeah, he doesn't know where to go. And then he sees maybe the way this one car is kind of set up. He can kind of do a jump off of it and pedal to the metal. Goes down that hill. Goes off that car. Makes that jump. to go to the car wash and get away but Reggie you have some information about that jump yeah yeah
1: I think uh he's able to get like 20 feet on that jump it's a they they film in a way you see it from like three different angles slow-mo oh yeah this is the money shot quite literally the money shot of the film this is where you make your 40 million Haliki driving the car himself because he was a stunt driver takes it up and over, you can see the car bend and buckle <laughs> at some point. He compressed 12 <laughs> bones in his vertebrae. Like, he compressed his vertebrae. Uh, one of the people that worked with him said that he had a noticeable lip for the rest of his life. <laughs> oh, man. But like, hey, for the $40 million profit, though, yeah, it might be worth it. You know? Yeah, you could be the $6 million man, you still got 30, <laughs> 34 left. <laughs> but, like, I love the fact that um, that he just pushed it. Yeah, it makes no sense. Like the fact that this paid off. Why this movie versus any other film? And I think this is what what did it. The fact that he he went in, he wrecked ninety seven cars. He put his life on the line. Um, it, they were cool cars too. I mean, like there's some really nice yeah. vehicles in this film. Uh, even though you know it's dated, but like uh, it, it was good little collection that he he brought up and it was it was fun to see all these different cars i think the plot is a serviceable i mean it's not a plot but like the premise is cool it's cool here's a list of 50 cars you want right. to see 50 cars you want to watch some like kind of badasses with their uh wigs and sunglasses stealing
2: yeah
0: it, it kind of worked Even yeah these things? guys are going to steal these cool looking cars and some cool ways and ultimately, when they, when they get the last one, they're going to have to get away from the police. And let's see how that plays yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah,
1: 40 minutes, is that too much? Absolutely. But, <laughs> but you know, it, it is the longest car chase sequence in film history. It's got to be. It is. <laughs> it, just, it just is. <laughs> it's 40 minutes. Um,
0: <laughs> like, they're... That jump is pretty sweet. The jump it's funny because, like you I was texting you in the middle of the chase and you had already seen it, and I was just like, Yeah, this this chase is pretty insane. And you're like, Oh man, he fractured his back during or his vertical yeah, during yeah. the jump. I'm like, the jump? I don't know what that is. And then like once I saw it, I was like, Oh, I, <laughs> just the saw, jump. The jump, I saw the jump, man.
1: <laughs> it's so cool and like uh, you know, the car just keeps keeps going. Keeps going and um That sequence after, like, the car wash and stuff like that, it might have been before, but, like, when he's sliding around and they, like, wrecking the different cars and stuff like that, like, two of the cars were his. The rest were the dealership's cars, and he, like, they oiled up, they oil slicked the ground to, like, make that transition better, and, like, they just crashed a bunch of cars and he had to buy them.
0: (laughs) Oh, man, how will he ever get the money for that? Oh, wait, the movie made $40 million (laughs) dollars. On a $150,000 budget. Oh, man. I am so jealous of that. I know. I know.
1: When he starts sitting on his throne of money. I would make a car out of money. I mean, wow, dude. And, uh, no plot. There's no plot. Because like, here we are trying to explain a 40-minute
0: 40 40 car. Okay, they chase him. They chase him. And then eventually... Chasing uh, him. There's some reaction shots, like you said. There looks yep. like there's a part where he's going to stop, but no, he gets away. It's, it's, it's just it's, insane. Yeah, pad that with some black people speaking jive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you get into the... I, I do like the sequence when they finally show up at like, that car dealership. He wrecks hell, like destroys all these cars. Eleanor is beat the shit. He's like, well, there's a car wash. <laughs> <laughs>
2: at the car wash...
1: Spots another Eleanor, tells the lady who's driving it, "Hey, uh, you know the manager wants to. You got to rewash yeah, your right, car. you rewash. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the best dialogue in the movie."
0: <laughs> She's like, "Okay, <laughs> okay. you look, you look like are on the up and up, sir, with your <laughs> suit and your gloves and glasses." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure.
1: So he steals his other car, takes off the wig. the The guy who's running the car like, i don't know why they sent me but they sent you maybe we got to re the your car
0: <laughs> he gets arrested he gets arrested because he has the silver hair he's wearing the suit he's got exactly the look That's that so adrian good. had and the cops are all over him so good it's the, funny too oh, the so just, just leading up to that yeah. though because like, you do get the cops like okay we have a man in his 40s about 160 pounds six feet and then like Keeps getting, like, bigger and bigger. Then you know, we have a man who's 180 pounds, 65, you know, age 50. I just, I like that part. I thought that was pretty funny. That was so original. But back to uh, the car wash. Yeah.
1: So, like, again, you know, this movie's not trying to be as comedic as the other one. It's a funny beat. When a woman sees the rep, Eleanor, that <laughs> uh has been driving, she faints. <laughs> she faints and the cops uh, pull up, arrest this other guy. Innocent guy, going completely, to jail. Innocent. <laughs> completely
0: innocent.
1: Yeah, he might be able to explain his way out of it. But um, <clears throat> what was so interesting? Because at this point, it does become a movie. Mm-hmm. It becomes a movie because you're seeing the cops react to this guy. There's a cop that's stopping everyone that's driving along. He's driving in Eleanor, not mm-hmm. the one that's wrecked. All right. But um, he took the wig off, Major, and took his wig off and stuff. And the cops are like, Hmm, hmm. Mm-hmm. As he's doing that, the other guy gets arrested. They call it and they say, we got him. We got the suspect. And just as Majors is about to drive off, this other cop starts to reach for his fucking, uh, he goes, wait a minute,
0: wait a minute. And he's like, what, what, what? He's like, that place you were asking for, you gotta yep. go this way, make a left turn over there, and you'll be good. That's right, <laughs> that's right. The the directions he asked for, he got him.
1: <laughs> major drives off, and you know what? He is $400,000 richer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but first he runs into a car of young black kids yep. talking jazz. Talking jack. <laughs> and he's for some reason, just like fixated on them. Yeah. Now, I was trying to understand the whole situation. For me, I was trying to interpret it as he liked their car and right. was thinking about stealing their car right. too. But he was like, you know what? I think I got away with enough today. So yeah. I'll just take I can, off. I can see that. That's that's how I interpreted that's pretty, that pretty. No, I like that. I like that. That's pretty cool. Because he said, by Billy, which I think was the name of the car. Mm-hmm. So he was like, I'm going to let that one go. Yeah. Th-
1: those boys can keep their yeah. car. We'll set them for the sequel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we'll talk about that. I don't know. Maybe it's like Stockholm Syndrome. Like I, oh, yeah. like, I started to like that scene at a certain point.
0: It's just insane. I'm just going to say this about the original movie. It's insane that you can have so little plot and just have, like, you know, just action sequence. Yeah. And that's your whole movie, and then for it to be so successful—crazy, dude—they made fucking forty million on this forty-minute, a million an action <laughs> sequence. <laughs> I mean, come on. I,
1: I just love the fact. Like, if there was more to it, I'm like, eh. But like, one guy, some guy kind of borrowed some money from his family and was like, I'm going to make this movie. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, there's no
0: plot here. Nobody's going to watch this. And he said, you know what? He's, I'm doing it. He pulled a Tommy Wiseau. If Tommy yeah. Wiseau made, I mean, obviously, <laughs> in the after fact, Tommy Wiseau, mm. Wiseau made money. But like, initially, this, people went to the movie theaters, like, watched this several times. Yeah. This was when, like, movie tickets for like, what? A dollar? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, come on, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. This is insane. It's, it's
2: so crazy.
1: I think what it makes it work is the premise. The premise is just so easy to follow. Yeah. It's 48, what does that matter? 50 cars. $40,000. Get them. What do they do? I got a crew. I got them. I get that. And then while I'm watching it, yo, that car is fucking, that's a cool car. That's a great car. There's a Tiger in that one for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I um, was looking at some, the, the one, I don't even know what model it was, but like that real slick looking like, Maybe was like a Lamborghini. It like it was crazy. It had like the wheel covers over the wheels. Like this shit is cool. I was yeah. like, that's a sick car. It was like
0: a future car.
1: Mm-hmm. Whoa. The, in like I don't know, like the seventies. You kind of still in that range where like, you know, like before your car started getting a little ugly for a little bit. You Man. know, like the eighties wasn't like the best time for uh, for vehicles, but like everything kind of looks cool like this is all the stuff that now are collector's items right you know so it, it was really, Rolls royces like the baja the big uh the big rig baja truck they were driving it was like it was a really cool collection of cars so i think a simple premise well, the acting and you know, all that plot whatever <laughs> simple premise cool cars and like he really put his work into the stunt scenes
0: well obviously that's where all his stories yeah. went yeah
1: yeah Completely. Completely. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, they said, like, when they pulled over the, uh, the the dump truck or whatever, that was, like, cables. There was a run right. scene mm-hmm. where, like, they actually, like, some guys just, like, lifted a car, and they used, like, a, a jump cut, basically, to, like, show the car on the side. Okay. So, like, he did all this random right. technical stuff. Right. And I think that just, like, that that American love of just a fucking fast, sexy car mm-hmm. mixed with, like... Plot, you can kind of understand, it was enough to make this great, you know, this film.
0: Put more on that, like that American love of, like, look, I have this vision, I'm just gonna stick to my guns yeah. and just do it, you know, I'm just gonna get dirty, gritty, and but it's gonna pay off. And, like, you know, I, I did this thing that yeah. I had a vision of and I was able to pull it off. It's just like, man, good on you, man. Yeah, like you, you worked hard and you achieved your goal. Totally. The American yeah. way. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, you, you could. Obviously, point to everything that's wrong with this movie.
2: Yeah.
1: And there's a lot. There's a lot. It, the movie is, is just wrong. Calling it, calling it a movie is wrong. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> but somehow, somehow, they just they, they got it. They got it. I think the success of the film is just like, like wow. It's, it's incredible like
1: how successful <laughs> this film was. I mean, there's movies that are coming out today. With marketing, Hollywood budgets, act, like, and, and aren't going to make $40 million. Happens all the time, especially in this pandemic era. So, like, you can't quantify how to make something people want to watch sometimes. Like, you know, sometimes it just has to be, it just has to be cool. And this movie, it's cool. It's, I not great movie, but it's, <laughs> fucking, it's fucking cool. I was like, wow, this guy, like, the jump. It's so stupid. And I felt like I was watching, like, the Dukes of Hazzard. I was like, It was <laughs> great, man. I, I, I enjoyed that. So um, that was what he wanted us to see, a 40-minute car chase. He pulled it off, and it was a little bit of jive that we probably didn't need. But overall, it was a semi-legible car chase that had a, a pretty nice little tense moment kind of at the
2: end. <laughs> it,
0: it, made, it made the movie. Work, I guess. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> you know they didn't tie after loose in Like we said, the brother in law Eugene, uh, no repercussions for his betrayal.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, not even they don't even know right. betrayed them. <laughs> so yeah, that's they, a good point. they couldn't even do that. Uh, maybe in the sequel. No, maybe. no, no. We'll talk about that. <laughs> I mean, like you said, though, that, like that American thing of like just
1: you had a thing, you got it done. That's what the movies about. Yeah. So I mean, that was the forty minutes of fun. <laughs> The original film,
0: uh, it's you know it's, again the balls to be like you know what half the film is going to be an action sequence the same action sequence just keeps going yeah. it doesn't stop <laughs> doesn't escalate doesn't do anything nope it just keeps going yep. crash <laughs> hey, get out of
2: there
1: <laughs> nope crash hey <laughs> and I guess just for like the audience um in the original film Eleanor was a just a 1973 Ford Mustang. Um, in this film, it's a Shelby GT500. Uh, Carroll Shelby was like an American auto guy. I don't know. He did stuff. Uh, made a famous famous engine or something like that. Ford used it to race. And uh, I think actually the movie Ford versus Ferrari might be about the uh, huh. yeah. Because like Ford was like we gotta beat Ferrari in this big race, and I think. Shelby actually made the engine that beat Ferrari. Spoilers, I guess, for a different film. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers for like history. Well, I don't need to watch that film now. <laughs> it's over. Actually, <sighs> I actually like that movie, but clearly I don't remember what happens.
2: Uh,
1: anyway, Nick Cage gets a car. Delroy has a beat on him. Chasing suits. Uh, like we said, Sway, and one of the things that she gets to do in the movie kind of blocks Delroy and Lindo for like half a second, yeah. and they. They do the chase,
0: so they they just leave her and like nobody's gonna arrest her. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got the time? We got
1: bigger fish to fry. Um, which makes it really easy to be swayed. Swayed was like, all right, I'm yeah. out. I'm out. <laughs> I just committed a crime and got away with it. I I feel like this chase is far more legible.
0: Yeah. Um, it's easier to know like. A just where our mm-hmm. protagonist is, who are where our antagonist is. Like there are so many different cars yeah. in the original film. Yeah. Like I don't know who's who sometimes. Yeah. Like is this car even near like where we are, or is this a car far away? It's not shot well. No, 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 no <laughs> it's, it's the not. The original, it's not. It's not.
1: It's uh, it's shot cool. It's, it's not shot, shot cool. exactly. It's not shot well. Yeah. Um. But I, th- I felt like this sequence uh did a good job of like scaling um right uh when when he's trying to escape and like he's in an alleyway at one point and um the dump truck comes out and blocks him and he has to like reverse out and Del Lindo's actually a pretty good driver <laughs> in the sequence too Like i felt that, that was good i think there was a good sense of scale when the uh the helicopters came Cause the first movie had helicopters but they didn't seem to be that important. I don't even remember the helicopters in the first yeah, it's just kind of like, right, we're, we're looking for the car, basically. This one, like, uh, they have a great scene where, luckily for Nicolas Cage, he stole a Shelby with <laughs> nitrous in it. <laughs> and he's pushing,
0: like, 200 miles per hour. Hey, well, they able to outrun a helicopter in that car. Yeah, they were That's like, hey, no. the, the helicopter's like, yeah, this isn't a... Like, Apache. Yeah. <laughs> we can't chase them. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs>
1: That's really it's, funny. That was, that was a really cool sequence, man. And, like, you get all these cool shots of L.A. You get this car, this badass car driving around. Don't worry, reaction shots. And uh, it it's a very competent chase sequence. It starts getting a little crazy. Well, actually... I'll say it started getting crazy when they replicated the jump. Okay. <laughs> when, and then it got crazier a little bit after that too. But like when they replicated the jump, and Nick Cage is like trying to go across this highway, and there's an accident, so he's just stuck. Yeah. But, but, but there's a uh, a tow truck, but one of those tow, flatbed tow trucks. Yeah. Go. It's got a little ramp going. Nick Cage says. Mm. Mm-hmm, hmm hmm Delroy Lindo's got him, dead to rights. He's like, stop Memphis, we got gotcha. you. <laughs> and he just guns it.
2: Flames.
1: jump over like 12 cars which by the way stop that stop. i've
0: done in grand theft auto so many
1: times yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true That's true. And he just kind of skids off the back of the uh the ambulance as he mm-hmm. goes across the highway Car's still intact somehow mm-hmm. and uh he keeps going this sequence once like that happens i thought michael bay was directing at a certain point mm-hmm. they got like well, Jerry Bruckheimer was a producer. Ah, of that, well, so. it is. there you
2: go. <laughs>
1: you got gas canisters like flying in the cars. You got like a, um, what's the thing with the <laughs> uh, uh, the little demolition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the swingy thing. <laughs> they they take a cop car. They basically like throw this uh, wrecking ball basically. Yeah, 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 through the car, and they're like, "Are you okay?" It was like. There Timmy was old fair, that's a great line. Are you okay? Well, you just went through a wall. <laughs> 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 it's a scene that you can follow. It's got crazy heights. Yeah, but it's it's succinct. It's still twelve minutes, which is right. pretty long for a chase right. scene. Anyway, but like I think like the action and scaling felt pretty interesting throughout the film. I think the jump was actually also the big sticking point for this chase scene. Mm-hmm as well.
0: Was that practical or it didn't look real? No, that okay. looked fake shit. Yeah, because like, the rest of the chase, I'd say, looked practical. Yes, it did. Except for the jump. The jump, especially like, this one shot of the jump was like, mm, I don't real. That
1: That real. You couldn't do that jump.
0: Yeah. Not with, not
1: with what they were using. I guess like, uh, nowadays, because, you know, people were talking about, uh, I was reading up on the original jump, like, you would never do a jump the way they did in the 74 film. Really? it's, it's Completely, unsafe. Like, <laughs> you, you would either do, like, CGI. I guess there's, like, some, some, like, gas propulsion thing that they do sometimes for some of these jumps. But, like, that guy got, like you said, guerrilla filmmaking. Mm-hmm. He got down and dirty in the trenches. You would never do that yeah. today. Um, it's just bad form. But, like, yeah, that that jump was fake as shit. Because, <laughs> like, even watching it, like, that actually was... Part of my least favorite part of the film because I was yeah. like, oh, this looks awesome. Yeah, it didn't look as good, good. The original looked
0: better Dude. there
1: for that. Look, you want to jump like six cars? Fine. If you want to jump like 20? Like, stop it. Like, stop it. <laughs> yeah, so Nick Cage finally gets down to the docks and he's 12 minutes too late. So Raymond Khalidri like, Saw mate. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bit too late. <laughs> and uh, Nick Cage was like, fuck that. I showed up. You're going to give me a hard time over 12 minutes. And, um, at that point, Raymond's going to kill yeah. Nicolas Cage. He's going to crush the car.
2: Yeah. The doctor,
1: they didn't leave. They're still at the beer. <laughs> What's the problem? Like, I get I get it. You're a bad guy.
0: He, I think he kind of said, like, because earlier when they first met, like, Nicolas Cage, like, pulled a gun on him. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody ever oh, pulled yeah. a gun on me. So I think it was, like, a little bit personal. But I don't know if they did the best explanation yeah. like, of showing yeah.
1: that. It's kind of like, um, speaking of like the Godfather, a man like me cannot look ridiculous. <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> know, like, uh, yeah, but it, whatever, you know, Raymond Kalitri's got him. Will Patton shows up. He's playing both sides. Yeah. He fakes out the crew and, you know, Kip shows up. Mm-hmm. Kip's helping him. Kip, so, Kip's actually doing something useful. Yup. So Kip did something useful to help save, uh, Nick Cage. Nick Cage get into a knife fight with Raymond Kalitri. Delroy Lindo and Timothy Oliphant finally show up. And now you've got the sequence where they're like, whatever. They're in the shipyard. <laughs> Raymond Kalitri's shooting at him. He's shooting at the cops. Raymond Kalitri is face-to-face with Delroy Lindo. And he's like, I'm going to shoot you. There was like, I'm a cop. If you do this, your life's over. And said, I don't know about that. If I kill you,
0: your life's over. Great line. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good.
1: Great line. And then Nick Cage slow jumps at Raymond Calitri. <laughs> Raymond Calitri falls off uh, the little like the plank or whatever the hell they're standing on. He gets a uh, RoboCop death. <laughs> <laughs> and lands on the very casket. What? That he made. What? Whoa. That he was going to originally put Nicolas Cage's brother in?
2: Like, Wow. <laughs> Holy hell.
1: And now Delroy Lindo's got a moral dilemma. Mm-hmm. See, I got you dead the rights, but you also saved my life. Get out of here, Reigns mm-hmm. before I change my mind. Ultimately,
0: he also said, "Like I know you did it for like no oh, yeah brother, reasons, bro, brotherly love, man." Yeah, yeah, it's like Yo, really. There's nothing like a brother's love. It's like, nah. <laughs> like this is the guy you've been chasing, like the one guy in he's your in career. He's, he's, yeah.
2: he's, he's his employer. He's yeah. <laughs>
0: And you're going to let him go because you understand, like, a brother's got to do what a brother's got to do? Well, he did save his life. Yeah, I guess there's that.
1: <laughs> he, you know, he slow jumped and <laughs> stopped uh, Raymond Cleacher from shooting him. And then, um, I know you haven't really watched his films, but the end of this movie, after that, because we don't really see Delaware after this, I, in my head, I thought I remember him like... Coming back to the crew and being like and you're having a beer with them
0: or something. Something like that. That doesn't happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, seemed
0: appropriate. We all did it. Equally, all of us. <laughs> yeah, I am Spartacus.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm Memphis Reigns. Um yeah, for some reason I thought he was like, Yeah, but I'm keeping eyes on you guys. That doesn't happen. But uh basically you get a crew grilling, um, and drinking, in this case, Pepsi, product placement, uh, instead of beers. But I Literally, how almost every <laughs> Fast and Furious movie ends—it's this ragtag group of people uh, grilling and talking about family. Mm. That's uh, Fast and Furious. So yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, people were still mad, horny about Angelina Jolie uh, in the crew, and
0: um, yeah, everybody's everybody. like, everybody's <laughs> like, "Oh man, you're lucky guy." Like some random dude next to her, yeah, like, like she, she just like touches on his shoulder or something. Yeah, like, like Nick Cage is just making out.
2: Right? Yeah, yeah. Clearly, <laughs> They're like, together. W-
0: you
1: guys know the dynamic of the crew. It <laughs> was like, oh man, he's so lucky. Like, because Angelina Jolie, really, like, flipped his finger. I don't know. Yeah, weird. Uh, in The Sphinx, uh, he talks, he's got a really, it, it's not a great monologue, but it's great in the context that he never uh, spoke. I think he's, like, quoting
0: poetry or, like, a yeah. play or something.
1: It, it's like, um, ultimately, uh, we feel sorry for him, but really, we should feel sorry for us. Fine, you know, <laughs> yeah, kind of cool. You know, nice, nice, touch. Um, completely pointless. Kip gets a uh, Memphis Reigns. Yeah, nice uh, new little know, beat a, up muscle yeah, car. Yeah, get some Shelby GT five hundred. It's beat up, but like you know, this crew knows how to. They can stuff. work
0: on it together. Wow,
1: and uh, you know, that's that. That's the end of Gone in sixty seconds.
0: A lot went on mm-hmm. in, in that ending, for yeah. sure. I do appreciate the consolidation of the accent sequence into twelve minutes, yeah, close to forty. Like you said, a lot easier to follow. A lot easier to just understand, like where I am and like who, who I'm following. Who, who like, matters? Especially like yeah, especially like who am I supposed to like be watching here? Because mm-hmm. like, like you said in that original film, there's so many different cops after him. Yeah, but, like, there's not like one main cop who's like that, like that Delroy just. Making him that focus of like, this is Thank the cop who wants to get him. So we're going to focus on him a lot. So that was greatly appreciated. Thank God for Delroy. Yeah. I mean, he, he's a major factor. Yeah. And what makes it just that whole sequence work. You know, good action. Mm-hmm. Um, very practical effective until we get to the jump. Yeah. But, you know... Because it is like 2000, you know, like most of it is just like, okay, they, they really did that yeah. stuff. So that's that's, that's really cool.
1: It's a, it's a nice homage, really, you know. Like the yeah. way that they shot the sequence, I think that they were very um, respectful of what the original did. Right. And I think that they tried to capture some of that in, in the sequence. I mean, look, it's 20 minutes. 2000 actually 26 years later after you know and they I think they they translated that feeling of that first racing sequence into a modern package so I appreciate that yeah Yeah. for sure
0: so are there any other points any other characters any other plot points in general that you want to talk about Reggie no no I think um,
1: music wise uh, from licensing and stuff like that what we watched, we probably didn't even get the original like music from what I understand. Um, nothing matters like that. 70s film felt like that generic, like,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. They just put like the soundtrack of Superfly on there, like, basically. It, it, <laughs> it doesn't matter.
1: Basically. Um, and, you know, the, the new movie kind of used like some like. Modern, yeah,
0: I remember I heard some like that. I think was Obi like was in the intro. Two thousand techno going yeah. on and some of those things, yeah, yeah.
1: I guess um, it's stupid, which is probably why we didn't talk about it. But like the intro with the backstory exposition of like the Photoshop of like Nick Cage and the mechanic stuff. Like as you're watching the intro, you see like right. racing we stuff. You see him and
0: as a young kid, mm-hmm. like just him growing up. Yeah,
1: which again, I appreciate. The fact that, like, they were trying to give me background for these characters, because I mm-hmm. felt like that was sorely missing in the original. So,
0: not, not, not the most original or interesting mm-hmm. sequence, but, you know No, it gave me a sense of, like, this family tradition. Mm-hmm. Like, this is very family kind of based at, at the center, which it, it ultimately is, because yes. he's doing it to save his brother's life. Yep. And, you know, like you said, the mom does know what they do. Right, right. <laughs> so she's not, like, completely in the dark, you know. Unfortunately, we don't get to see the mom. Other than that, but that was, I thought that was pretty that was interesting to have the mom, yeah, just know mm-hmm. what her sons are about.
1: Because, you know, Nick Cage made a promise he was never going right. to do this again. And she was like, go do it because yeah. you got to save your brother. So that was nice. Yeah. The family element. Yeah. Not too uh, bad. Again, Fast and Furious uh, trope of family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
0: uh, where are we? Where? So we're at the verdict, stretchy All right. Here we go. We talked a lot about these films. We riffed on both of these films quite yeah. <laughs> a bit. So, Reggie, should the remake, Gone in 60 Seconds, exist? So,
1: <clears throat> the original film, like we talked about, is... I, it's hard to say. Like, it's, it's not a great movie, right? It's, um, there's some technical feats, and probably not even that many, like, actually technical feats. I just think that the fact that somebody took a risk made this crazy thing did it basically themselves and it worked I think that's a great story I think the um, it's hard to watch the film as a modern audience um, person right um, but it, that chase sequence does it's over long but it does kind of like bring it back and show you why this was a successful film um, the remake wisely chooses to flesh out characters it's a more character driven story probably too much comic relief like there's everyone's trying to be funny all the time it's unnecessary uh a lot of times but i think the nick cage's performance angelina jolie not so much but like delroy lindo chris Eccleston's uh raymond calitri like i i really liked the calitri lindo Nick Cage like tr- triangle I felt right. like that was when the movie was at its strongest I felt the crew in this remake was not great right. it was a lot of good names and but they didn't give them a lot to do other than try to be funny Um, but the action was was solid it was infuriating at different times in the movie where people were making terrible terrible choices that weren't consistent with like a professional crew because you got Delroy being like these guys are professionals and I'm watching these guys make <laughs> Dick and ball jokes and like race to like impress random blonde women, it, it, like that stuff was weak. But overall, I think going to sixty seconds uh, benefits from having actually like decent premise. You got a short amount of time to steal this many cars. Really easy to follow. So you flesh out the crew. Uh, you made the action more concise. And that family element made me understand why I was watching what I was watching. So it's not a terribly good movie, but it it is like a solid film, good cast, good action. I think going to 60 seconds, the remake should exist because it gives a modern audience a chance to enjoy a film that I don't think they would be able to digest because the original is not great. It's not. It's bad, but it's it's history, so it works. So uh, yeah, Gone in sixty seconds the remake should exist because it takes a sweet premise and actually like makes it into a movie. <laughs> so like that's uh, that's that's an upgrade and uh, worth
0: existing. Yeah, when I was watching the original Gone in sixty seconds, man, oh man, did I have <laughs> trouble focusing on that? Because like that's I much. said, the beginning of that movie when they're having plot or whatever like i said it's adr we're not even seeing the characters talking i don't know what i'm supposed to be paying attention to i can't follow shit <laughs> i couldn't follow anything until the heroine showed up yeah then i was like okay things are getting interesting and then the 40 minute long fucking chase i was just like this is insane like i can't believe they did this <laughs> and then i found out the movie was like the biggest box office hit like fucking ever before <laughs> like what the budget was versus what it actually made and i'm just like this is this is what a story this is incredible and so all i really needed from that remake was just let's make it a comprehensible why yeah. let's just make it in a way so i could actually follow this and you know that that's all they really needed to do the bar was very low Super and it pretty much did that and like is gone in 60 seconds one of my favorite movies ever no is it like even like good not really like, i don't really i don't really like these types of movies but man It's just so bizarre. That original, it's just like... It's like a car crash. I just have to look at it. I just can't look away. They made this? And not only did they make this, they made that much money off of it? Like this? You're telling me this? In 1974, people wanted this. It's just like... I I can't wrap my head around it. It's insane. So, I think like kind of like what you said i think the remake should absolutely exist just so a modern audience can appreciate that original film more because yeah. without the remake there's no way i would uh, the original watch film and be like yeah uh, i like that like just <laughs> like what they did and like how they chose to do it and the fact that it was so successful i can't get over that 40 billion dollar like profit it's, it's, it's insane to me and i would never have watched it if that remake didn't exist yeah. And, yeah, if you want, like, a comprehensive version of what they did in that original film, absolutely watch the remake. They didn't do anything amazing by, like, any standards. Like, action-wise, it looks great. Too many characters. Way too many characters. Too many characters I don't give a shit about. And Angelina's on the poster. I don't even know why she's on the poster. She's pretty useless in the movie. Should have made her a main character. But, overall, Nicolas Cage does a good job, like you said. Delroy, uh, Delroy, Chris Eccleston. Good villains. I wish we had a little bit more Chris, but Delroy does a very good job on his own. Everybody else, take him or leave him. Don't don't really matter. But you know, it's not my genre. It's not my film. I don't really like the original, but like I can appreciate it because of this remake. So it's one of the rare cases. Like the remake makes me appreciate the original yeah. more, and I and because of that, I should I think it should exist. Yeah,
1: I think that um, when movies can pull this off, now again, like you said, the bar was super low. Like when a, a remake can make the original better, that that's a that's a rare feat, and uh, I think I think it pulls it off here. Like um, for instance, like uh, something we did recently was uh, Bedtime Story. I think like seeing Dirty Rotten Scoundrels gave me more of an appreciation for what Bedtime Story did, you right. know. And I I felt like that happened here. Uh, again, not too hard to do, but they did it, and uh, look. A lot of people like Gone in Sixty Seconds. I'm, uh, I tend to like it more than you do, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it also like I did listen to my spouse groan when I said I'm watching Gone in mm-hmm. Sixty Seconds, so I get that sentiment too. But uh, look, it's 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 fine, it's fine. But in this case, fine is
0: what was needed, and it right. holds it all. I'll say the difference between this and Bedtime Stories, like the original Bedtime Story, is actually really good. It's really good. And then, like, Dirty Run Scoundrels, you're like, well, that was already good, so I don't need to get any Mm more. The thing with Gone in Six Seconds is like, okay, the original's not really good, so we got to make it in a way that's a lot more palatable, especially for a modern-day movie audience. And, yeah, absolutely, we're able to do that. Are there stupid characters and way too many characters? Yes, of course. And you got way too many stars. And, like, Michael Peña's in there. It's like, oh, okay, for no reason. But like, it's it, it works because when you look at that original source material, it's just like, what they had to work with? It's like, <laughs> they got that out of that? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a case of, like, a bad film just getting yeah. Yeah, a little bit of a boost from its remake. So yeah. I'll, I'll take that. And, you know, uh,
1: it, it's close. But I'm giving the MVP to Delroy Lindo because he is so much of the movie he does carry so much of that kind of like <laughs> most of the movie like Kalichi's great and I wonder if like over time like would the mustache twirling work as much as it did maybe maybe not but like I, I mean Nick Cage does what he needs to do right. Delroy I think helps take it yeah. home and Kalitri's just have that little gravy that yeah. you get
0: on top I would have preferred they focus on Kalichi's character yeah. but because they didn't because Delroy was a fine substitute he's the most interesting character yeah you know, it's like, I don't understand you fucking yanks. And yeah, you could focus on that. Like, make a lot more, like, a weird American things that you, that you don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Go for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think if, like, you had, like, sequences, um, because it's all, like, one day. I think if you had more of, like, they kind of, like, check in sporadically with them. Right. Like, Here's 20 cars. Uh, 20 ain't 50, boys. Right. You know, like, I think some of that stuff would have, like, worked. But whatever.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Fine, but I did. I do. I'm a few. I wish we saw more Cleatry. He was great.
2: Yeah.
0: Ultimately, yeah, that's kind of what we thought yeah. about the films. It's, it's yeah. weird because that original film not good at all. But you know, like we said, man, Haliki, man, but that Midas touch, and you know, it's <laughs> I'm gonna go there now. You know, he made so much money off that original film, and then ultimately he was like, yeah, I'm gonna make a sequel. And fuck, man, like yeah. fate was not kind to to Haliki, man, because if you don't know that's how he died he died filming an action sequence in that Ugh. in that sequel and he yeah he died on set so unfortunately that's a shame. Yeah, that's I know a shame. man a Gone in 60 Seconds too. never happened because he died filming I mean it's such a bummer look, but he, he pushed it already I mean like, he, it, I know like how are you going to push it any further yeah, it's nuts like, you're, you're
1: out here compressing vertebrae you know it's yeah sad, I, it's sad to hear that you know but like watching this film the fact that he got out of this one alive, yeah, is That's pretty good. Pretty, you know, I'm saying. But you know, hey, look, rest in peace, to Haliki. Um, yeah. He did something that, like, I think, like you mentioned, is kind of the American dream, man. Like this guy yeah. took a fucking big swing, nailed it, yeah. <laughs> and like we're, you know, you got Nick Cage doing movies based off of the stuff he wrote in the '70s. Yeah. And you're like not nobody, but you know what I mean. Like you're, you're right, some guy,
2: yeah,
1: some guy. Now everyone's like. Everyone knows Gone
0: in sixty seconds. Everyone. Yeah.
1: They okay. might not know there's an original. <laughs> yeah, 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 But they know Gone
0: in sixty seconds. No, so, it's 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 a wild ride, and it's like that guy. His whole career is like based around like this Gone in sixty seconds. Like he was just a stunt driver, and then he decides to make this film himself. It probably ignored everybody who yeah. told him like nobody's gonna want to watch I, this because it's just a car chase. I for like half the movie.
1: Love to see the Tarantino Once Upon a Time Hollywood about this guy. Yes. Yes. That would be sick. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino, please make a, yeah. a uh, biopic about uh, Halicki because that that must be the crazy story that no one knows about. Yeah.
0: And it, you know, it's it sucks that he died filming the sequel, but it's also like kind of makes sense. Like his whole career was like based around this film for it yeah. to like kind of end his life to end because of like this film. It's just like chilling.
1: Haunting. huh didn't think about that before, yeah, it's, it's really
0: bizarre but um you know you know uh, when i watched the original film i guess it was added way after because he died in 1989 but there was like a nice dedication to him at the end of the film right, i watched cool. i don't know if it's that's at cool. the end of yours so you know hats off hb uh haliki am i saying I think, yeah no
1: you're, you're hb toby haliki
0: All right yeah hb toby haliki i know we ripped on your film but you know good on you for doing what you right, did stick right. to your guns and congratulations for all the success you had. Yes. Yeah, that was yeah. incredible. I mean, look,
1: I cannot overstate how influential this film was for this genre. Oh, of course. It's insane. This dude literally revolutionized the car chase genre. Some guy wrap your head around that. man. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Uh, Fucking kudos, man! Good, good, good job. Uh, not, not a great film, but awesome. <laughs> uh, awesome car chases, and you made it so that you know when we're watching like the Italian job. We're going to sixty seconds now. Like
2: even
0: like like you said, Fast Furious, Even like Driver, Driver, Baby
1: <laughs> Driver, Mission Impossible's got some good sequences. The Transporter. I mean, like, dude, <laughs> you you did it. You made yeah. it. you you figured out how to like show not just the driving but like the crashes and the the yeah. scale and to make it look big and and, and awesome man it was talking yeah. this a good good sequence no blueprint before he did it mm-hmm. so he, he laid it out for everybody else to do I mean the idea that you are taking uh cables and pulling over cars yeah. you're you're jumping over hoods and so like like that's who thinks like that? I'm a stunt driver. A stunt driver. <laughs> <A> stunt
0: driver. <laughs> <laughs> this should be the whole movie. What wouldn't it be just the stunts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, shut up, Aliki. It'll never yeah. happen. <laughs> Not in our lifetime. Yeah, I'm a cigar chomping Hollywood exec. <laughs> get out of my office. I'll show you. I'll make it myself. I mean, if I have to write it, direct it, produce it, and start it. Right, get yeah. out of this. T- I want to see that Tarantino film.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fucking good on him, man. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Like, again, which is why the remakes exist, because we would never have had this conversation if that crazy Nick Cage movie didn't exist.
0: So, awesome. Absolutely. So, that's what we thought about the films. Did you agree with us? Did you disagree with us? Did we miss anything? Absolutely. Let us know in the comments. Reggie. I picked this one. You're up. What do we yeah. got for next time?
1: Well, this was an easy choice for me. Um, a film recently came out in theaters, uh, based off of an author who, uh, wrote some things that we did uh, comparison about movies about her works before Agatha Christie's death on the Nile. It's recently been remade. Um, you may recall if you're a real fan of retrograde <laughs> that we did, uh, the Hercule Poirot story murder on the Orient express. Um, if you haven't seen that one, go back and watch it. That's actually one of my favorite episodes that we've done. Um,
0: they have done, basically, it's not a sequel, but they... It, that, is, it is essentially a sequel it, to that universe that, it, correct. that Kevin, Kenneth Branagh created. Right. And, uh, and I do
1: believe that we're going to end up with a sequel to
0: the original um,
1: uh, movie as well, kind of, in the sense that I think it's the same act. I don't know offhand just yet. Could be wrong. I don't oh, know. But, like... Um, Anyway, long long story short, we're gonna watch um, we're gonna watch Definitely Now because I think uh, it's gonna be interesting to revisit the Kenneth Branagh yeah. uh, universe and whatever the original film has for us. I, I'm interested. Uh, yeah, I recently read the book so okay. I could um, you know experience these films. So.
0: so I read the books a couple years ago. Okay,
1: so. so nice. I'm sure we're gonna have a lot to say about the Absolutely. books, and uh, that's the next episode. Definitely Now.
0: Awesome. So check out Death of the Nile for the next time. All right, that pretty much does it for today's episode. Thank you so much for stopping by. You know, if you're on iTunes, if you could leave us a review or five stars, that will greatly help us grow this series. And if you're on YouTube, of course, if you leave a comment or a like or just subscribe, we'd greatly appreciate that as well.
1: Check us out on social media. We're on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, at Retro vs. Remake, you know, I'm uh, working on bringing this up-to-date. <laughs> I did the thing the other day, but uh, there's more uh, more films that I need to get up there, because there's been quite a few since then. <laughs> um, but just so you know, you know we're uh, we're keeping up with the social media. Appreciate any uh, support, follow us, uh, comment, uh, any suggestions you have for
0: films. Yeah. We're all about it. Definitely suggestions, awesome.
1: With that being said, I'm Reggie Delta
0: Parker. <laughs> and I'm Dan Regular Bulick. This is another episode of Retro Retro vs. Remake.